Rolling Globe. Welcome back. Uh, this is a good week. You know, I watch Jeopardy almost every Wednesday or every every, every day Wednesday, that I can. Yeah. Every just every Wednesday. No, you guys listen to us every Wednesday. Every Wednesday they listen to us. Five days a week. Try to watch the Jeopardy. You know what some of my weakest categories are? Everything. Fantasy. History. Geography. Swords. So, like I said, everything. Everything. <laughs> Religion. Your weak spots are everything. Grails. Well, I'm glad we did this. I picked this movie, this epic movie, because you need to learn. Um, I picked it because I'm, I'm taking the next two months off, but we'll get into that later and later in the episode. So I had to pick something epic to go out on. Right, and you, you also. For some reason, you kept saying, I need to wash my palate clean of Top Gun. Well, of all, we've done a lot. I mean, we've done a lot of bad movies lately. Uh, well, Golden Needles was good. You guys really need. Yeah, Why go- are you mechanicking the Golden Needles, motherfuckers? Golden Needles is that perfect, just like garage rock quick album. You just get in your car, you drive 25 minutes, and then it's over. You feel It was the Ramones song of uh, 70s Kung Fu. There movies. we go. It was great. Highlander 3 Trash. What did we do before Highlander? I think we didn't like that movie either. You're asking me to remember what we did like four months, four, four weeks ago? Yeah, no, that's impossible. Weeks. Yeah. That's impossible. Me too. So I wanted to do something epic, a movie I've been meaning to do for a while. I think to me this is the definitive King Arthur movie. Uh, I got beef with – I don't know why they do this now, but – because there's been, I don't know, like two or three King Arthur movies since this movie came out in 81. One was uh, Clive Owens when they were trying to make Clive Owens a star, and then that never panned out. Yeah. I think the oh, – what the fuck? It's not the girl. There was, and then there was a girl they were trying to make a star. I don't remember because these are just – nobody actors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I she was not the girl from Titanic, but the chick who kind of looks like her. I don't remember. But she was, she was like the – I don't know. And then there was one, a Guy Ritchie, I think recently in the past like five years. Did like King Guy Ritchie. Art. Yeah. Have you seen him? No, I hate Guy Ritchie. He's, oh. a, he's the poor man's Tarantino. Oh, okay. And uh, and so they, the, the, I like fantasy. I actually prefer fantasy over science fiction mm-hmm. because I like gritty blood and thunder, tits, fucking like, like to me, science fiction, and not that I don't like science fiction, there's science fiction I do like, yeah. but it's so antiseptic, I think we've had this conversation before on the show, it's so sterile and clean, Yeah, I like gritty, violent, chop a motherfucker's head off shit, so I, I lean toward fantasy, Yeah, and there's so few good fantasy movies, there's a lot of great sci-fi movies, but there's not, because I think a lot of it is, when people think fantasy, think fairy tale, yeah. so we have to make it for a kid. Yeah, so, go, they really stretch it, and it, it always seems to come out looking like uh, what's the one that everyone likes—a bride's tale or what? What is that? Princess Bride. A Princess Bride. Yeah, yeah. it always comes out like that, which right. is a good movie. But well, yeah, but like I said, I want an adult. You want fantasy, Conan. right? Conan, Game of Thrones, that kind of shit. Yeah, and it's very rarely do they do that, and they, and they you, all. I'm sorry. Did you watch The Witcher? Because that's kind of I, not the fantasy I did not. I watched the first episode. I thought it was bad. I don't know. Okay. Maybe it gets better. I thought it, I got a very, like, Hercules Xena vibe off it. Yeah. Because it, it's people who, like, poison themselves to become stronger because the enemies are that tough. Yeah. But I hear yeah. there's a lot of fucking and shit on it, but it's just not enough for me. Okay. But another pet peeve I have with fantasy movies is if there's like a hint of truth to it obviously King Arthur didn't exist but the old I mean England exists obviously so they're like does it 
In my mind, it does. <laughs> so they're like, let's act like King Arthur was a real guy and just remove all the fantasy shit from our fantasy movie. No Merlin, no magic, none of that fun shit. Yeah. It's going to be like the Clive. I think the Clive Owens one. Because I, I just watched the first 15 minutes and turned it off. But I remember like he was supposed to be a Cossack, which is fucking they're from fucking like Ukraine and shit. Interesting. It was it was irritating and like Guinevere was a Celtic warrior. Yeah, I said Celtic, motherfucker. I didn't say Celtic. I said yeah, Celtic. Celtic. Uh, by and, the way, fuck you, Celtics. Way to lose, like dickheads. Fuck, hooray! Yeah, the good guys won for a change. Oh no, I just mean they 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 yeah. fucking suck. Yeah, they choke. Yeah, Celties. So. I like this movie just embraces it. It's like, we got Merlin. I mean, it was obviously it didn't have a huge budget, so they couldn't go crazy. Okay. But I liked it that they were just like, we're going to embrace the story. Because they, they, I mean, if you're familiar with the King Arthur, which Griff isn't familiar with the King Arthur story, they follow most of the main story beats of his life. We get his whole fucking life. Now they made this fucking movie. It would be a trilogy of three-hour movies. Yeah. They just cut out. The, like, we don't see any like, 10-year-old Arthur because we don't need to. We just right. cut to baby fucking man. Well, I mean, we see it in our wrestling. We see it in our movies. We see it in everything that Disney has purchased. It's not about making it. Good story. It's about making a marketing campaign, making a franchise, making yeah. a franchise. We Toys. can't just make a good story, a movie that stands by itself. We gotta stretch this into nine and a half movies and make sure that we can sell lots of TV show spinoffs. TV show spin. We gotta we gotta make sure it's the most marketable franchise possible. Water it down. Water it the fuck down. Put- Black people in there for some reason, even though it's like England and the Dark Age. I'm sure black black people did exist. I'm pretty confident of that. Yeah. I don't know if they were in England in the medieval times. I don't know. Right. But, Who knows? but this is exciting because you actually went as a baby boy and saw this movie yeah, in the theater. My, I told you my mother was a bad mother who would just be like, eh, take whatever. I didn't ask to go see it. She took me to go see this. I didn't. I didn't she know. wanted to make sure you grew up a man. You got that. <laughs> yeah. You got that Swedish blood running through you. Right. So, uh, yeah, so I was seven. 81, yeah, I was seven. When I saw yeah, that. where you like, get me a fucking Excalibur. Let's go find... We're, we are in Michigan, so you were probably like, go find me a lake. I need my <laughs> yeah, sword. Plenty of lakes, yeah. Now, would yours be glowing green? That's a lot of Luke uh, happenings yeah, there. Yeah, I guess it would... Since I'm a bad guy, I guess it would be red for the, the Darth Vader. That's right. There are, there's a lot... I can tell that George Lucas was really into the King Arthur story because there's a lot of similarities between Star Wars... And uh, and uh, can you King help Arthur. me out with that one? I mean, what are you seeing? Well, here? I'll when we get into the movie, I will. Okay, I don't. You know, you don't want to give us a broad stroke. Well, Arthur is Luke Skywalker. I mean, he's the chosen one. Right, going to bring instead of balance to the force, he's going to unite all of England. You right, know? right. He's prophesized. Okay. Merlin is Obi Wan Kenobi, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Now you say there isn't a very high budget, but some of the armor looked really cool. Like Uther. it was all made out of aluminum. Uther's armor. Was I love really his cool. fucking armor, dude. He had yeah. the badass wolf fucking mask. Yeah, there's there was a couple different helmets that were cool. And the spikes Even, and shit. He was straight up heavy metal, dude. Yeah, Mor- Morden or is it Mordred? Mordred. Mordred. His hel- his whole outfit he was kind of cool. Yeah, it was it was it was sissy armor. Though. It was sissy, but it was still but, it was unique. But it was like, like he was it was like gold dust. Yeah, it was kind of like a badass. He he's, did. he's like, I'm such a badass. I'm gonna lull you in a false insecurity by being a sissy. Yeah, he had the whole like he had big pronounced butt cheeks on his armor. <laughs> so that was one thing. It was like a Cupid armor. Yeah, and then he would do the thing where he go. And work his hands slowly up his body, and yeah, well, he, that, well, his mom put that peck jelly on his chest. Peck you know, jelly on his chest. Him. No, 
No uh, f- weapon forged by man can get past that pack jelly. That's right. Uh, that is strong pack jelly. Our pack jelly dates back to uh, uh, what year would you say this is? What what time was King Arthur's time? The Dark Ages, whatever that means. Dark mean. Ages. 1000 AD? I don't Let's know. Let's ask the Highlander because he's probably gone back. <laughs> yeah, probably lived during that time. <laughs> he still wearing his uh, satin clothes or whatever. <laughs> his potter yeah, wig he's, and he said he's wearing fucking George Washington <laughs> outfit in the Dark Ages. <laughs> Oh, uh, this so movie, uh, there's a lot of rape in it. Well, not a lot, but some rape in it. Yeah. But it was made. It was directed by John Borman, who's the master of rape, because he directed Deliverance, which is everyone's favorite rape story. Yeah. Where uh, Ned Beatty got raped and squealed like a pig. Yeah. So he knows his way around a rape scene. I'll say that much. He really does. And you really creeped me out because you said, yeah, he's uh, he put all of his kids in the movie. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, did you notice that? <laughs> I did not. And you're like, yes, you did. Yeah. Because the first nude scene we see, the first close, we'll get into that more, rape scene that we see. Sorry to throw. Rape with a smaller. smaller. We're baiting about that word. Let's let's say. Yeah. So there's a sexual assault, a a King Arthur assault, (laughs) and uh, (laughs) we got a medieval assault. A medieval assault. And it turns out, and this woman has to get fully nude for the scene. Yeah. Director's daughter. Yeah. B Squad not here that day. <laughs> yeah. Body double, not a, nope. not a check. Yeah. It, uh, only one other person I know does this, Dario Argento, would have his daughter naked in a lot of his movies, too. What's going on with these fucking people? They're just, they're, they're European, dude. They're just like, oh, hey, Euro- oh yeah. okay. So they yeah. probably go to the beach topless all the time. You're just yeah. like, hey, fuck, I've yeah. seen my, I saw my daughter nu- naked this morning. Yeah. So his one daughter plays Egrain, the other one plays the Lady of the Lake, and his son plays Adult Mordred. So it's a family affair in Excalibur. What is it about evil characters having blonde hair, especially in European tales? Because like the the bad the bad kid from Harry Potter, blonde hair. It's uh, it's demonizing blondes. I'm he, offended by it. I'm offended by it. Well, I guess I'm not that blonde anymore. Well, but yeah, we're, we're blonde both, enough. We yeah. got our hair's darker now, but we were both blonde when we were little. The, yeah, there I am. You have right a blonde ass mustache going on right now. Mustache right now, as if it's not always blonde. <laughs> it's, it's glaringly blonde. <laughs> it's glaringly blonde. So yeah, I think it's bigotry. I mean, because you all know. Redheads are the evilest people in the world. That's what I thought. Blondes are the most. I think the beautiful people. Lannisters, all blondes. Yeah, it's just, what's up with that? I never thought about it. You're right. Think about that. Especially in fantasy. Yeah. Think, last week, we revealed the whole Marvel apocalypse, the, or rather, the Marvel plot, the four Chris's of the apocalypse. Yeah. Yep. So they got Star Trek. They got Star Wars. They got uh, Marvel. They got they got all of them, and they're all being led by a Chris. We're going to go see a Chris-led movie in a couple weeks here. Yeah. So, fucking Christ. Fucking Chris. <laughs> Jesus Chris. <laughs> Jesus Chris. Murray, there was something you brought up, and I was kind of put off. I was like, why did Murray ask me to watch this movie? Merlin is so weird because uh, he's so serious, and yet he's so silly. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I didn't. That's the one of the few things I don't like about this movie is that he's kind of a comic relief character when I think of, I mean, he's half demon for fuck's sake. His father was a is demon. That his, is that why he's always talking about the dragon? Yeah, well, the dragon is Earth, as he explains in that one scene. Oh, I I can't understand propositions like that. Or proposition? Exposition. Metaphors. Like that. Metaphors. Metaphors. Yeah, that's too difficult. That's also yeah. a Jeopardy category I often fail at. <laughs> 
Metaphors. So, yeah, I think his mom might have been raped because his dad is an incubus who, who was like the male version of a succubus. So a lot of rape going on in these old Middle, Age, Middle Ages tales. You tell me my favorite indie rock band of the early mid-90s <laughs> yes. is named after a male demon? Yeah. And yet they male sing, demon rapist. Sing so beautifully. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, you would think a guy who's half demon would be a little... I would like a more menacing Merlin, but... I don't hate it. I mean, I, I, I thought I liked the look. I liked the fucking metal Shiny skull helmet? cap. Yeah, yeah it was you liked cool. It? Okay. Yeah, it was cool. It was different. It was different. And I guess that the reason they did that was because originally the director was like, he wanted more androgynous, weird looking Merlin. So he's going to be totally hairless. Okay. And then Nicole Williamson who played him was like, no, I'm not shaving my head. So oh. they just came through. And he's like, I'll go the opposite. You're going to be super hairy. So we had the beard and all that shit. Okay. But yeah. So yeah. I think we're uh, we're pretty good here. I think it's time to get into that trailer. I don't know. I think it just fucking blew my load just doing the intro. I don't think I have the energy, Griff. I, Mattingly, bring me my unholy grail. Oh, yes. Yes. I feel it. Everyone prepare for a tale of adventure, romance, magic, and chivalry. Prepare for a tale as old as Patrick Stewart. Prepare your catheters, for here's the tale of King Arthur and the trailer for Excalibur. The Wizard's Ancient Spell. of a lord. I must have her. One night with her. Give birth to an empire. Behold the sword of power. Excalibur. The future has taken root in the present. It is done. Orion Pictures presents John Borman's Excalibur. Knights of the Round Table, we shall always come together in a circle to hear and tell of deeds good and brave. And I will marry. Don't you know me, Merlin? Because I'm a creature like you. Their magic is Merlin. Are you just a dream? To some. A nightmare to others! Their king is Arthur. You are my husband. I must be king first. Their power is Excalibur. I swear eternal faith to our king. Sir Lancelot, you will be my champion. What is that? Greatest quality of knighthood. True. We're high evil then. <laughs> Where you never expected. I protest my innocence. Were I not king, I would make you pay with your life. A world of wizards, kings, warriors, queens, swords, sorcery, and desire. Forged of splendor and magic, where future meets past, flesh meets steel, and the only fear 
is the pain of love. Excalibur, sword of power, sword of kings. The Dark Ages. The land was divided and without a king. Out of those lost centuries rose a legend of the sorcerer Merlin, of the coming of a king, of the sword of power, Excalibur. All right, so we start immediately ba- a battle. We see guys, it's like guys got lances with fire on them. It's fucking crazy. And we see our man Merlin emerge. He, he's a, you see the silhouette of Merlin on top of a hill. Yeah. You know, I guess I didn't realize this was Merlin's thing. Whenever he's involved in a battle, he makes it very foggy. Yes. It's the dragon's fog. Yeah, the dragon's breath. The dra- oh, the dragon's breath. Yeah. They always have froggy froggy breath? Yeah. And we, this is where we see that he's aligned himself with a man named Uther Pendragon, future father of Arthur. Okay. And he's like, played by Gabriel Burns. This is his first uh, role. And he's just like, I, villain, butcher, rapist, tragic misunderstood character. I don't know. We'll get into that as we go further through this through this scene the this is like a prologue if you will right and he's like merlin where the fuck is my excalibur i need that sword because whoever has excalibur is prophesized to lead england so it's very important that they get excalibur whoever has excalibur is the king so they were like in the woods kind of fighting here weren't they Yeah, they were in the woods so they take out a small force and then and then merlin's like well fuck yeah i mean we just defeated this small army let's go to the lake right well he's like merlin's back in uther he's like this guy might have it this guy this guy uther darth vader like i was saying okay he's like he's a dark he's got a darkness within him but he has he's at this charisma he has his power he can He's kicking off. I mean, because what the deal is, is in England at this time, there's just a bunch of tiny kingdoms, and yeah. they want to unite. So there's, they're battling constantly. Uther oh. wants to unite the country. Right. It's almost like they they have like uh, you know a big representative tournament if they would, and then the champion might be the leader for all seven of them. Exactly. There's, this is their their brackets are set. They're set. And now it's between Cornwall and Uther. Cornwall. That's not a good. That's not a strong name. Not Uther, on the other hand, exactly. Whew. Uther. Yeah. So Merlin, he's like, this is the one. I picked this guy. I got to go. The lady and the lady like agrees because she raises up Excalibur, right, and, and gives it to him. And it only raises out of the lake for a true king. So exactly. it's got to be him. So now they he he gives the the Excalibur to Uther and he's like I'm fucking king what do you and then but he's like look man I don't want any more fighting there must be a truth because Uther's like let's fucking kill every motherfucker with this sword right no the part of the deal is I give you the sword you do a truce with Cornwall and we end this shit so they meet at a river and Uther's just like hey I got the sword yeah. I rule, motherfucker. Bow down to me. And Cornwall's like, fuck you. I ain't doing that shit. Right. And we're watching, like, all the all the soldiers and everything, they're all drinking and having a good time. A little bit of levity in their life of just fighting all the time. Right. I mean, it's, you know how hard it is to fight on a rocky, foggy hill? It's right. awful. So you need yeah. to be able to relax for a while. And that's when Uther sees her. Well, no. This is before this. Because then Merlin goes, Uther, 
come on, man. Part of the deal. Oh, okay. Then, and then, then he's just like, then he tells Cornwall, I will give you all the land from this river right here to the sea. And Cornwall's like, all right, I'll take that. That sounds good. Okay. Right. I thought they were already drinking over this. No, so this is where they, they, they finalized the truce. They, what the fuck was going up? They were slicing their wrists to fucking do a Blood Brother thing? That doesn't seem smart. But, I don't know. But they, this wasn't the. This is the dark ages. <laughs> yeah, they for put a leeches reason. on it right afterwards. Yeah. don't worry about it. It's the dark ages for a reason. So you know. And yeah, then they have a feast because they're like celebrating. They're like the wars are finally over. We're finally gonna have a united England. Right. But then, then, Uther sees uh, what's her name? Egrain. Egrain, the wife of Cornwall. Oh boy. And she's doing it's. It's a. It's a. It's kind of a Stevie Nicks white girl dance. It's not that hot, but no. you know, this is the Middle Ages. They probably they haven't met black people yet. So is they it don't middle know or dark ages? Both. It's both. Middle dark ages. Medieval times. Medieval times. Just like the place you go and get the big turkey leg and watch the jowls. Yeah, they were all eating turkey legs. That's a very medieval times is a very historically accurate place. And by the broccoli way. and cheese soup out of a bread bowl. Right. That was the supper. Exactly. That's, that's medieval dining right there. Right. So and- Uther, is, he's like, hey, man, I might not have the kingdom, but I got this. And she's doing her Stevie Nicks dance, spinning around with her shawl and shit. And Uther's like, ha-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. Who the fuck is that? Yeah. And he's like, I got to fuck that bitch. <laughs> and like his buddy's like, dude, we just, what? We right. just ended the fucking war. My brother and all my family have got killed in this war. I don't care. You see I, that shit? It's worth losing everything for me to get <laughs> right. my dick wet. Right. And, I mean, I like I like the Foley work. They did some great Foley work in this because he, when he gets all horned up, Uther, he starts shaking real hard, and he's got all that armor, so you hear Well, it was a little around. overboard when they did the sword coming out of the sheath sound effect. But wasn't it just for Excalibur? No, this was that is, all of them? That was for his boner. Oh, that was just it was cool. a little overboard. I was like, come yeah. on. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but you know, like you said, they, they throw in some comedy every once in a while to ease the tension. But he's like, I got to bang that broad. I don't give a fuck. Right. And so immediately they just like, I like first hour. It's very just cut to the chase. They're now they're they're outside in a siege trying to get Egrain from Cornwall. That's what this was. Yes. I was so confused. I was like, and now we're sieging again? What the hell happened here? Yeah. So, so he yeah. legit was just like, nah, fuck this. <laughs> we're going to war. I need to bang that broad. Right. Okay. So he, so yeah, he's like, he's like, Merlin, where are you? Merlin shows up because he needs Merlin's help. He's like, I got to bang this broad. You're my fucking wizard. Do something. And he's like, I will, but... I'll, I'll get you. To, you'll bang her, but what I get, whatever is a result of this banging. Yeah. Well, he says it more cryptically. You've yeah. done a nice thing. Yeah. You've turned you, the you legalese into English, old English, medieval right. English for us. Uh, so they they're standing up, and it just so happens that there's this weird rock formation, almost stone, Stonehenge like, overlooking the like castle that they're sieging here. And he's like, "Well, well, he's nuts." He's like, "Whatever you want, Merlin." Yeah. I gotta fuck that. Yeah. So this is the this is a genius of John Borman. He puts the perfect metaphor for what uh, Arthur's going through at this time. Right. I've been eating too much broccoli and cheese in a bread bowl. You're gonna have to explain this. I don't get metaphors. Okay. So I've I've I brought up this phrase. I I coined it, but every man's felt it at least one time in his life. Yeah. It's called the pussy fog, <laughs> where. You, you're so horny for a chick, you lose your fucking mind, and you do stupid shit. You do self-destructive shit. You you 
you do degrading shit at sometimes. Every man's felt it at least once. Even, even if you're gay, it's called cock smog if you're gay. <laughs> but it's that it's that madness that comes over you. And then once you get your dick wet, you're totally fine. It goes away. It's just, you're all of a sudden clear oh, headed again. Good. You're not like regretting it. You're no. good. No, you well, you might regret it, but you're not insane. You're like, what was I her? Why was I losing my mind? But yeah, it's it's it's, it's, it's a, it it sucks. It happens to everybody. And this is what he's going through. So I like the fact that he literally creates a mist, a fog, if you will, for Uther to get to Egrain. Right. So they set they set up a thing where uh, the fog rolls in. So Cornwall's like, "This is my chance to attack Uther's ca- uh, camp." So he takes off from the castle. So Egrain's by herself in the castle. Yep. And he's just like, he, he, he does the fucking spell on all Nathrak whatever the fuck he says. And then the fog blows up, and he's just like, "All right, this is here's the deal." I'm going to put an illusion on you where you're going to look like her husband. And you just you your your horniness will keep you aloft on this fog. Don't worry about it. Get on your horse right on there. But that is but an ocean. And he's like your horniness will keep you aloft. Yeah. And he takes the plunge. He's like I that's like I said he's so fucking in the pussy fog. He's like I'll do it. I'll just go. I I know this is, we're on a cliff, but I will do it. And lo and behold, his horniness kept him aloft. Question. Is that how Jesus walked the waters? Is, no. Was it his horn, horniness that? No. Was there a fog there? No. It was clear day when Jesus walked on the Sea of Galilee. Oh, okay. So he gallops across, busts in the castle. He looks like Cornwall now. His armor changes. We see the cool fucking corn, uh, Uther armor changes to Cornwall, corny armor. Corny armor. And he walks in on on Egrain. She, uh, all right. I hate the fuck that we have to, like, we live in a culture where I have to preface this, but I will preface this. A rape occurs here, all right? And I'm, I'm, it is a rape. Medieval assault. I am no way am condoning rape or making light of rape. I just want to put that out there. What I'm saying is, and I've talked about this before on this show, I think, there are some women who have a, what's called a rape fantasy. Emphasis on the word fantasy, Okay. No woman wants to really be raped. It's a fantasy. And what is the fantasy? This is the fantasy, Griff. It's like this fucking dangerous, sexy fucking dude that's like so horny for this chick and is just ready to bang her. And, and that's what the, that's what, it's, it's like a romance novel rape, which romance novels apparently are full of that shit. And women read those things. So I'm just, I'm reporting. Okay. I'm just reporting. But she comes in, or he comes in as her husband. Mm-hmm. So he pulls the Lewis, yes. So he's already going full Lewis here, yeah. Which we've established is a full R. But I think we learned from Revenge of the Nerds: the sex is good. Is it rape? That is, if you are believing in that verdict, the old Louis V. Whatever that <laughs> chick case. Uh, <laughs> we got our ruling on that one. It was full R. Okay. But this one, it's got to be full R2 because he's in a Luke, a Darth Vader disguise. Right. He was even disguised as Darth Vader. Right, yeah. The, the metaphors are just crossing over yeah. too well. I get metaphors now. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, this is full R. Uh, and the now, f- the, I, one thing I'll say a little wrong. 
don't do it in front of the person's kid. Yeah. All right? I, I'll, uh, that I will say is wrong. Yeah. I was going to say, this had to get... I mean, she was obviously into the fact that her husband is walking in. He probably has not been into her at all. Suddenly, he's... Well, he, lo- he, he, in her mind, he probably just won the battle. So it's like, he's ready to fuck, you know? I don't know. She had that look on his face, on her face like, oh, what the fuck's my man doing back here? Well, she's here? like, yeah. She's like, you left a half hour ago. Did you forget your keys or something? And right. he's just exactly. like... Exactly. Yeah, there's a key in my pants. And he just... Oil. And I... I I don't, every woman wants a guy to look at her the way Uther is looking at her. It's true. Hungry. Hungry. And he just fucking grabs her, gives her a smackaroo, she's, rips her fucking dress she's off. She's like, Morgana is watching, and he's Morgana turn around. <laughs> yeah. And she goes behind. Yeah, like, is, but the thing is, she's about, what, five or six, Morgana? Yeah. They have a castle. Can't she have her own bedroom by now? Why is she sleeping in the same room as her parents? Because it was cold, and she had to keep them safe. Their castle is under siege right now. <laughs> okay. uh, but why she went under, like, uh, just behind a veil and then stares at them? Like, well, she's a weird kid. They, I mean, they, they play, she's a weird woman. She is a, she, well, she is a child, yeah. so okay. Well, she grows up to be a weird woman. She is a weird woman when yes. she grows up, but... Seeing that. She does a necromancy for Christ's sake. She bro. seems to have like a vision too, where yeah, she, she, she sees down and out of her father's eyes. She gets yeah, she, yeah, exactly. She witnesses because while this is going on, her father, the lamest fucking death of all, his horse throws him off. He just lands on some sword. This is the death we see in every movie <laughs> where the the hero's limp in a battle, and the guy his enemy just happens to fall on him as he turns this pointed stick at him. So Cornwall is riding in his horse bucks. He falls <laughs> over on some halberds that are there. Yeah, and she sees that. Like you said, she witnesses that in a vision because she – that's why she's drawn to Merlin because yeah. she is not of this world. She is like – She's a precog. <laughs> exactly. To use some <laughs> Philip K. Dick terminology. Right. And so, yeah, she, so she's like – she knows something's up. I th- And I think she sees Uther for who he is. Oh, he. she definitely does. That's why she's – she grows up to have this, uh, you know, bloodlust for him. Right, this vendetta. This vendetta. And so he's so fucking horny. And I get why, because it must take like an hour to get in the armor. He just fucks her in his armor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's pounding the shit. She's totally naked. He's pounding the shit out of her. Yeah. We got that fires of hell in the background. It's it's, fuck, it's a hot scene, man. Didn't even get the ice cubes I out. mean, uh, look, on the, on the Swedeson scale... I can't say a 10 because nothing can top Highlander 3 on the Swedes in scale. Yeah. But this, this is a – I don't know. I mean, take take rape out of this, that scenario. Just imagine this two people fucking. It's a 9 for me. I mean, we have O Fortuna playing here yeah. as he's penetrating, yeah. and you have the fire go- dancing along with the you know the big score and everything. Right. It's the, the, mu- the music is quite fuckable. It's quite fuckable. And the sexual movements are pretty good. So I'm gonna give it a nine. I can't. I want to give it on the Murray scale. It's a ten, but on the Swedeson scale, which is a lot more stringent. Right. Like I said, one Dan DeVito and Rio Perlman, <laughs> ten Highlander three. There's a whole you know. So yeah, nine on the Swedeson scale. All right. So she has just apparently fulfilled her art fantasy, and right. she's feeling fulfilled. Yeah. She's walking around the she's, castle. She is filled. Yeah, she is filled. She's with child. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> So she's walking down the castle because everyone's like, hey, we found your dead husband. She's yeah, because like, he just bails immediately. He just like he pumps and dumps. He's just like, he, he comes how, to a set. The fog lifts and he's just like, I got to get the fuck out of here. How did he get back then? <laughs> did he just walk out? Well, th- 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 it's nine months later when we see him again. Yeah, I'm saying that that night when he's like, all right, I'm done. 
<laughs> Did he just walk out? Because yes. you said the pussy fog is lifted. <laughs> yeah. He can't. Yeah. He can't come the way he came he in. He just walked out. He just walked out. Yeah, because he still looks like Cornwall. Yeah, yeah right. Still Cornwall. Yeah. All right. So yeah, she's. So everyone's like, yeah, your husband's dead over here. He fell like an idiot and died. <laughs> on, you know, fucking rack of swords. Slipped out a banana peel, <laughs> landed on a sword. And like, yeah, Morgana's the only one's really fucking fucked up about this. My father. Right. And then we cut to nine months later. Like I said, very. It's just cut to the chase. This movie, we don't, you know. And but hey, he, he could have because he wins the battle. He all he is the king Uther. of England. Uther is the king of England now. Yeah, he could have just thrown her to the wolves. He's like, no, I'm. You're going to be my wife now, right? I'm going to raise this loving this child made for of love. Well, they, I mean, you're you're jumping forward a little bit because it seemed like he just wanted a concubine. And then a, what did you say? A concubine. I thought he said concubine. All right. Oh, concubine. okay. I'm sorry. Concubine. Because it seemed like he just he just wanted a fucker. Right. He, he wanted what he couldn't pussy, have. The he, pussy fall. That's the thing. He's Uther's too passionate. That was his downfall because he want everything he wants. He has to have. He has no like you know uh, delay gratification. Mm, mm-hmm. He could have worked her. He could you know he could have like. You know, said, hey, you know. Slowly like, romance But he's just like, I got to bang this chick. Look, this is Crusader Kings 3 all day. Like, this is kind of shit. Subterfuge, you have to ro- uh, play in that game to get a right. hold of another kingdom. You can't just go to war with everybody. Sometimes right. you have to do some diplomacy and get in the wife's diploma underwear. Diplomacy? I don't know. Diploma. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so she gives birth to Arthur. Nine months later. Yep. Arthur. <laughs> like... But Uther, I can see why Morgana hates Uther because he treats her like a stepdaughter. He's like, oh, get yeah. the fuck out of this room because he's just sitting by her mom looking at Arthur. Right. And he's like, beat it, bitch. Yeah, I want that demon's <laughs> eyes off of me. Her gaze gives me the chills. <laughs> get her out. Away with you. <laughs> and then, but, the, but this is the thing, man. He's like, you know what? Looking at you holding that beautiful child. I'm going to turn over. I've been a butcher my whole life. I live by the sword. I'm, I might die by the sword. Yeah. Now I want to turn over a new leaf. I want to love my fellow man instead of chop his fucking face yeah. off. And I want. I, I don't just want to come in here and fuck you. I want you to be like... Right. I respect you now. I respect well, you. Well, that's, it's the classic thing. Now that he, she's had a baby, he's like... Like some guys are like that, where they're like they don't want to fuck the woman anymore because they had a baby. It's some kind of weird. I maybe some weird Oedipus thing. I don't know, <laughs> but they're just like, yeah, you're not a sexual being anymore because you had a child, right? You know? So maybe that's what Uther's. My going kid through. came out of you. You're no longer fuckable. Right. You're just like Neil per- Perlman <laughs> and Ron Howard. <laughs> Wait, what? what? Dana <laughs> Perlman and Dana Vita. I don't even want to watch you fuck anybody. <laughs> But he's like, he's like, oh, you know what? I'm going to be a loving king. I'm going to, you know, you see, he's going to fulfill the prophecy that Merlin apparently wanted him to. I hate to go topical. We're supposed to be in this fantasy world. Right. But I was reading uh, some of the rulings that the Supreme Court came up uh, with when they decided abortion should be banned. And Clarence Thomas actually cited this, this movie, this scene. And he said, <laughs> what, wow. what women don't realize is that once they have the baby, the man will love them and they'll have the happiest family ever after. It, it worked for Uther Pendragon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there we go. That's there why. You go. We just shut it down. Like this. I, I, I was against getting rid of Roe versus Wade, but now that you broke it, you told me the great lawyer of all, the Supreme Court judge of all time, Clarence Thomas. Clarence Thomas. <laughs> said it. Mr. Is that a pubic hair on your Coke? <laughs> I forgot he's a. 
the, the, you know, the Clarence Dare over our time, the, the, the Thurman uh, monster of our time. I forgot he was into putting pubes on people's coats. Oh, my God. He says that it makes sense. Yeah. God, go figure. We have like three justices who are into weird pranks like that. If you consider possibly assaulting a woman a joke, which some of our Supreme Court justices do. And some of our nerds do, too. Yes, of course. So, <laughs> Boofer loved it. So, here we have Uther holding up his baby. He's like, this is the strongest, babyest boy. His dick is still small, but it'll get heavy. And Merlin's like, I've come for what's mine. And he's like, first, but first he's like, come on, Merlin. Come on, man. You're ruining my moment here. We had a deal. And then he's like, all right. Give me the, he's like, just take the baby. Just grabs yeah, the baby. Morgana freaking the, not Morgana, excuse ingrate. me. Ingrate. Freaking the fuck e- out. Ingrate is an ingrate right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. She's freaking out. Like, you can't give up my baby. I fucking spent nine months working on that motherfucker. And no. And Merlin's like, bitch, I've been sleeping for nine months with my Anilinothrak fucking spell. Exactly. So, of course, Merlin's got to get his way. Uther's like, hey, I just promised to be a whole new man. He caught, he waited for me to announce that before he was like, you got You can't squelch on that deal. So here he is. He's keeping up his end of the bargain. Right. For about five minutes. Like we said, his problem is he's delayed gratification. He's just he's too reckless. Because literally five minutes after Merlin's out the door, he's like, ah, no, I got to get my kid back. So he runs after Merlin. And as bad luck would have it, some of Cornwall's men are still loyal to him are out there. Oh, that's what was happening. Here. And they're I, like, because well, Merlin even told him, he's like, dude, you did a truce with a guy and then immediately fucked his wife. Nobody likes you, dude. Yeah. You're not, you're gonna, you're not the king that, you're not the guy I thought you were gonna be. Yes. This guy points to the baby, this guy's gonna do it. He's gonna be the fucking all-star. He's gonna be the Luke Skywalker. That's right. We gotta take him to Tatooine. Right. Was that the... Yeah, that's it. Okay. And so he's chasing after Merlin, and then the, the Cornwall guys assault him, tack him. Right. And he's this, he's so arrogant, he's, he didn't learn anything, because he's just like, if I can't have Excalibur, nobody can have Excalibur. And he puts it in the stone, and it goes right in there, like the hot knife through butter. Right. So he's got all the guys chasing after him. He's been wounded. His knees busted up. He kills a couple guys. Gets gets to his final, you know, breath. Get, finds that stone there and just jams the sword. So in. much like Darth Vader, Uther's a little more tragic than we think. S- still kind of, uh, you know, medieval assaulter. Yeah, but you know, the fog, the fog, the fog. <laughs> Cut to like we don't even see him drop the kid off. It's just like Arthur is like sixteen, seventeen years old now, played by a thirty year old man. Yep. But he's gotta play the whole lifespan. So we cut some slack. Right. And again, we're talking this is just typical uh medieval fest affair. Well no, it's it's, it's a every I guess apparently they set these tournaments up, these jousting tournaments, and whoever wins gets to try to pull the sword oh, out of the oh, stone. Right, right. But you, like you said, there are it is like it is like a Grateful Dead tour. There's like you know the, the people with the acid. They're there just sell drugs to people, licking toads, right? Eating There's various pe- mushrooms. People with like elephant ears selling those. You know, elephant ears. Wow, they go all. You wouldn't even think they knew about elephants, but here they are. Well, they know about the the uh, dessert elephant ears. They they don't know why they call it <laughs> elephant ears. <laughs> they just learned about it. Yeah. 
the, the pastry. <laughs> That's really interesting. And so we, we see, lo and behold, born an elderly man, <laughs> Patty Stew shows up. Man, Patty An unknown Stew. Patrick Stewart. It's funny how the stars of this movie didn't have really any career, but there's a lot of like minor characters that went on to have big careers in this movie. Yeah. We already have Gabriel Byrne, and now we have Patrick Stewart playing. I don't remember what the fuck. Leo de Grants. Leo de Grants. Leo, who is Guinevere's father. Okay. And he wins this the, the tournament, so he he gets to pull on the sword. And of course, he's not. He's not. He's, he's fucking hundred years old. I think. I just was- want to point out, Patrick Stewart is eight years younger than me in this movie, and he looked like he could play my father. He, at that time, he didn't even have color in his hair. He already had the horseshoe baldness, (laughs) and it was gray. Yes. That's rough. That's pretty rough. it is rough. I guess, I mean, he did well for himself, though. Yeah, he did. He fucking... He did better than anyone in this movie. Talk about big dick energy. Right. And he's the king of fantasy and sci-fi. And Marvel. Marvel. Professor X. Professor X, of course. God, he is. Oh, he's the ultimate. So he can't pull it out, and he's like, uh, you know, you know, this happens sometimes. And then we, I guess they're setting up for the next tournament, and we're, at this point, Arthur is just the squire to his older brother Kay. Mm-hmm. So we're there with his dad, his foster dad Kay. And yeah, Mer- and apparently Kay has forgotten a sword somewhere. Right. So he's like, well, oh. yeah, no, he didn't forget it because the job of the squire is to take care of all that shit. Oh, right. So he's a bad squire. So Arthur, he's a Billy squire. Arthur, of course. <laughs> yeah, just want to throw in some more bands. <laughs> so his Ar- dad was doing the stroke, but he is he is a Billy squire. Okay, so he's like. I got a father. I'll go fight in my... He's got an Irish accent for some reason. He's like... Nobody else does. He's a Celtic warrior. Or Celtic warrior. <laughs> and he's like, I'll fight it, father. Don't worry. So he goes looking for a sword. He's going to steal one. He's like, well, there's a sword. Like, this... They made a mistake in this. In this, this, uh, this because, was, no, this, no, this is. This is. I think this is actually part of the legend. Okay. So I don't have a problem with it. But he shouldn't because he actually watched Patrick Stewart try to pull it. They shouldn't have had him be there because it ma- it would make no sense. Because why does he go for it? Yeah, no, th- this was. Really so it should weird. have been like he just stumbled on. It. It's like I'll just use this sword. This, so he pulls the sword. It just comes right out. I think the director, when he was putting these scenes together, was in a bit of a pussy fog because maybe he just <laughs> shot the scene with his daughter getting naked. He's I like, hope I, he's not in a pussy fog after seeing his daughter naked. <laughs> well, maybe it wasn't. I hope that, that that's like fucking ice water on your boner. I don't know. <laughs> I would hope. But we are already talked about. We know. Well, John Borman is a freak. He did Deliverance. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So because. Like, this continuity here doesn't make sense. Yeah. Like, he sees him. He knows it's a big deal. And yet, he's just like, well, I did see that sword over there. I guess I'll go right. pull it. Like, it would have been better if he was right. not yeah, there just... witnessing it, knowing the fanfare of, like, pulling and the legend. Right. So he pulls it. And he's just like, hey, Kay, here's the sword. <laughs> and Kay takes it. He's like, you fucking pull Excalibur? <laughs> Dad comes around. This is... This is how I imagine the dynamics of you and your brother, because the older brother's kind of a loser, and like the younger brother's kind of got shit going on. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's kind of like I could see your brother. Yeah, Dad, I pulled Excalibur out, and then but then he, he realized he's a loser, he, he, so he's just like, no, Arthur did. Yeah, he quickly corrected himself. He's like, Arthur actually did it, and Dad, perfect plan. Oh, put it back in. I'm going to be in a crowd. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think first he was like, no, you, you can't be the king of fucking England. Put it back. It's got to be somebody else. Yeah. So. Well, didn't he know? 
Because Merlin hand-delivered yeah. it. So he knew. He was just like, no one's going to believe this. We live in the fucking dark ages, for God's sakes. Right. We need the idiots to see it happen. Otherwise, right. they're going to say it's magic or right. you know, some bullshit. So he puts it back, and then the guy named Urine or something, his name was, Urinees <laughs> or something, he's like, no, I'm going to pull it. And he's just talking on it, can't do anything. And then Merlin's, I mean, Merlin, Arthur, I'm going to fuck up. I don't know why, but I'm going to fuck up Erlen and Mer- Merlin and Erlen, <laughs> Arthur and Merlin all throughout this fucking episode. Yeah. Arthur's just like, what? He just pulls it out, and they're like, holy shit, fucking Patrick Stewart's there. He's just like, he's the king. Yeah, and of course, we're going to have some dissent here. Cause yeah, Urine's like, no, he's not. My pissy is. <laughs> I'm the fucking king. Just give me the fucking sword. But Leon, I think it's Leon de Grace. It's. I think the N is it, missing there. I think it, it was Leon de Grace. No, there's no N. I wrote it out. It's Leo de Grace. Okay. Leo de Grants. Okay. Leo de Grants. So Patty still, he's just like, fuck all y'all. You saw me in there. I'm the goddamn champion here. If you want to fuck around and find out, this man is king. Right. So if I couldn't pull it out, yeah. then he's got to be the king. He may look like a dweeb. He may talk like a dweeb. <laughs> I don't know where his accent's from. But fuck it. He's my king. And as they're arguing about that, Merlin just comes out of the woods. Always. Just happens to be coming out of the woods. And he's like, yeah, this kid's the king, man. Bow down. And they're like, they're like, everyone's like, so they're, that was, it's, like, it's divided again because Urine's people are like, fuck that. I'm not ever going to fucking believe this guy's the king. And Patrick Stewart's like, he's the king. So is this like a Gandalf situation where everybody knows Merlin and they're like, oh, shit, Merlin? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, obviously Gandalf was based on Merlin. Yeah. Sure. That's yeah. fine. So, but yeah. I'm, just, I'm just saying, it's like, because Merlin just shows up and I was like, oh, fucking Merlin. Right. With that helmet? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's got, it's like word of mouth travels at least, fast. He's got at least two million followers, you know, on oh. Instagram. So, oh yeah, 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 yeah. A medieval Instagram. It's smoke signals, of course. Right. It's hard to get a like with smoke signals. <laughs> it, it really you is. You earn it. You get a like from smoke signals. You That's earn right. It. So he just walks off again. He's just like and like Berlin. I don't know what's going on. You know, he's just he's he's just learned like five minutes ago. He's the fucking king because his dad is like, look, man, I'm not your real father. <laughs> yeah, but. Merlin gave me to you, but I grew to love you. You are a son to me, but you're not my flesh and blood son. Right. So Arthur decides he's going to chase out Merlin into the woods, and we get a nice little jump scare in this nice clearing. Merlin's just chilling on a log, sleeping. His eyes are fucking demon red. Yeah, he scares him, and then he falls asleep uh, listening to Arthur like, I want you to tell me about my real dad and how I pulled Excalibur and when I'm going to be attractive to women because... I'm thinking I'm into that. And he's like, look, your dad was a baller, but he was reckless. And that's why I had to cut him loose. You are the man who's going to unite England. And then it starts getting, he starts talking about the dragon and then the metaphors. Like, it's Earth. Right. He's getting spooky. We're looking down at snakes slithering yeah. and giant centipedes. Totally animals that do not are not native to England at all. Pythons. Nope. They're, in a, they're going to animals in jungles, but... <laughs> But yeah. then again, maybe this is Merlin's magic. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Millipedes, everything. Every Millipede, creepy yeah. crawler you can think of. You just get cuts of Arthur going, ew, <laughs> ew. It's like, God, this kid's king. literally just points at ew. <laughs> ew. I don't like that. And Merlin at one point actually grabs him by the throat when he's telling him about the dragon shit. Right. It's creepy. Right. It's like, all around us, all around us is the, the dragon. 
You know, this the ground of the scales, the mountains of the scales, some shit like that. And, yeah. you know, it's getting heavy, heavy, real metaphorical. Oh, yeah, super metaphorical. I didn't understand any of it. And then he just puts, uh, he just goes, sleep. He waterfalls Arthur's face. He goes to sleep. Yeah. Next day, like a little kid who's never touched a sword in his life, we see Arthur just swinging. Yeah, he's like, oh, I'm going to kill you, bad guy. Darth Vader, fuck you. And fucking Merlin's just kind of a little bemused. And he's like, look, you want to put that sword to the test. I just heard that Leo, uh, Leo, I'll call him Leo for short. There you go. His, his, his castle's under siege because he believes you're the king. We got to save him. Right. And he's like, you know, Leo really is a kind of cool guy. I, lo- I love his look. He's like 20, but he looks like he's 80. <laughs> I love it. I want to help him out. Yeah, so he does because he's like, I got to get supporters. So he he goes back. His dad and brother out there. Where the fuck have you been, Arthur? So here's the other thing that was brought up there. He's like, you told me my dad never learned to like accept people or something. Well, I forget what it was. He's like, my dad's. Well, he said he said your dad was rash and reckless. Yeah, Yeah. you said that was my dad's biggest flaw. So I want I want to be the perfect king. Like, right. I want to fix that problem. I want to have all of the positives and clear out all the negatives. Right. So he's like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to unite our two fucking forces, and we're going to be badass together forever. Right. So they go to Leo's castle. It's under siege by Urine. Yep. And we see Guinevere up on the battlements with her father. She's helping out. Yep. They're just kind of, like, watching. Everyone watches a season nonchalantly. Like, this happens every other day. Well, like, it sounds like it does. Let's That's get this it. over with. You know, I want to I wanna bake some fucking bread and beans tonight. And they got, like, the scaffolding up, and they're climbing the wall, and uh, Arthur does a little uh, a grappling hook, ties it to some horses. Yep. Merlin whispers in the ear of the horse. That motivates the horse for some reason. They they run off. They pull down the little scaffolding. So they're getting their weird little victories because he's never sparred with the person. Well, Arthur is like a baby Ray from the new Star Wars. All of a sudden, he immediately knows how to kick ass with a sword. Right. We go around back because he doesn't use any sword play. So you're like, well, that makes sense. Yeah. Then they just go around back to the castle and suddenly he's like, well, I got a sword fight with the fucking commander or whatever. <laughs> and he holds his own. So, yeah. Well, yeah. Not only that, he sees urine on the, in the moat. He leaps off a fucking wall, which he would have splattered on the ground. Somehow he, he leaps like 10 feet out past the wall. Apparently Land- Merlin was seeing him and whispering and putting just little... <laughs> little dragon pussy fog under him. Exactly. Because well, he did catch... He, he, caught, he caught Guinevere, so maybe there's a little this, wisp of pussy oh, fog. This is 100% true because yeah. he gets to the top of that ladder and Guinevere's looking. She's like, oh, I am hungry. And he makes a look over at her. Hungry! <laughs> Exactly. And, yeah, so he, he he's floating on that pussy fog, but not enough. So he lands on urine, and they struggle. And this guy's like, I'm not going to fucking follow a squire. Who the fuck are you? So Arthur has him on his knees. Water. He's barely got his chin above the water because right. they're, like, in a little river Yeah, because here. he doesn't want to kill this guy. He's just like, he wants to, like you say, he wants to be the opposite of his father. Right. And he's telling, he's literally telling urine. I've been talking to Merlin, and Merlin has explained that my dad was a cool king, may or may not have owned my mother, and that's I'm the baby of that. But, you know, still, he had his problems, and I want to right his wrongs, and I want to be the greatest king, and I want to unite everybody. Did, did uh, Clarence Thomas also say if we had Roe versus Wade back then, we would never would have gotten uh, the king of England? The he did say king that. Of England, yeah. He did say that. He said the original King Arthur is the king of our, so we have to have it. 
R has to be in every convenience store. Right. We have uh, around every corner, around every dumpster. We have to have it. It's just it's the way of the world. It's, we gotta the have old it. ways are the best. I don't know. Right. So yeah, he's like, I'm not gonna fucking kneel before a squire, and he's like, well, then how about you knight me? Because you can do that. You're a knight. Yeah, King Arthur hands him this Excalibur. Right. Okay. Well, knight me then. You're right. And the guy's like, holy shit, I have Excalibur. He's wanting to chop fucking Arthur's head off, and he's struggling. And he's like, this must mean something. I want to kill you and take this sword, but I can't. There's a force stop, a force, George Lucas, stopping Hello? me. Are you thinking Excalibur was stopping him? Yes. Or do you think it was just his charisma? Like, he No, should... it was Excalibur was stopping him. He would totally would have killed Arthur. Oh, okay. Because he's like, he's like struggling with it. He wants to come I down. I thought that was his internal struggle, no. Murray. I thought that was the metaphor. The guy's urine, for Christ's sakes. His name is urine. Yeah. That, that's a piss-poor name. So just as about you think he's going to chop him, he goes, in the name of St. George and the Father and the Holy Ghost, you are a knight. Mm-hmm. And now they can respect him. He's finally a knight. He's joined the club. So now we're in the woods post-war. We're just sitting there under a nice peaceful dogwood, and uh, Guinevere's stitching up uh, Arthur. So, of course, just fucking a couple hungry kids looking for a little snack. Murray, that's a metaphor. That is a metaphor. That's more than a mouthful. That's <laughs> so then later on, they're having the party in because everyone's like, don't, don't, let your, don't let your wives dance. We know what happened the last time we had a feast. <laughs> so so oh. you, you didn't see Leo's wife. She was put away. That's true. Yeah. I didn't think about that. So they're, they're like, they're. Merlin, I'm not, like I said, Arthur is dancing with Guinevere, and yeah. he's like, oh, my side, I get stabbed. I need the rest. So he's, he's sitting next to Merlin. He's like, she's pretty hot. I'm, by my, I'm getting a little foggy here. Yeah. Can you do something about that? Can you make her fall in love with me, Merlin? I'm not doing that shit. The last time I did that, I was laid up for nine months. I don't think so. You got to earn that shit. And he's like, well, maybe I will, because he had, he's, a, he's a pure of heart guy. Right, but he does ask Merlin. He's like, you're one of them precogs you've been telling me about. <laughs> Tell me about the woman I fall in love with. And he starts telling him about, like, some foggy story, some puss fog story about, <laughs> like, how he's going to fall in love with the wrong woman, and it, she, like, it's going to end up being his demise or whatever. Right. Yeah. So we get a nice little back to foreshadow there. Right. And then Guinevere shows up, and she's like, I made these hash brownies for you. They'll help you with your pain. <laughs> and he takes one, and he's a sign. He's flying high. <laughs> so now we cut to our, what do we just get? We don't even get a montage. We just see that he's this battling and battling because he's wanting to unite the country yeah but they and they have to get across a bridge to get to the next battle drift. right and of course everyone's standing back they're like there's a badass knight on the other side of that not bridge. standing back people are coming back fucked up oh okay pet leo got his ass beat up fucking arthur sent his poor fucking elderly dad to get his ass kicked by <laughs> yeah. arthur. Like, and they're like arthur's like i guess i gotta handle it i'm the king after all so he goes to the bridge, and there's this beautiful knight in the shining armor. And he's like, what the fuck? Why are you blocking the bridge? And he's just like, I need to test myself. I've never lost a fight in my life. Right. My name's Lancelot. I'm from across the sea. Apparently, Lancelot's French because he's across the sea. Are they going to challenge for the uh, Atlantic title or whatever it is? All Atlantic title, All yes. All Atlantic title. And he's like, I've never been bested, and I, I, I'm hungry for a challenge. I want a king. Who's worthy? 
of my blade. Right. I'm such a badass. You need to beat me in combat to get my respect. And we're going to go through the whole Renaissance Fair affair. We're right. going to start jousting. Well, we start. They eat a turkey leg. Which, yes, of yeah. course. you got to have a full belly for some reason. For fighting, yeah. I'm, well, these fights do carry out a long time, which you wouldn't want to... Well, Say starve a rape, a feed a house, I think, is the old, is the old uh, saying. I think, it, yeah, yeah, I think it's just, it's just right. Yeah. It's the wrong... You don't want to protein up here, though. You no. want to start earlier and carb up yeah. and then protein afterwards. So they got the <laughs> operation all wrong. But, hey, yeah. idiot ages or whatever yeah, we're calling this is, it. This is... We're not in the Paleo Age anymore. This We're is not, the Middle Age. Yeah, this, this is Middle Age. Yeah. Middle Dark Ages. Yeah. Middle Class Dark Ages. So Arthur pulls out one of those pot brownies. He's like, I'm ready to go. <laughs> this is a good idea. <laughs> then, he, then Arthur loses. He goes batshit crazy. Like they, first they joust, and he gets the best of Lancelot. He doesn't knock him off the horse, but he yeah. does hit Lancelot. Lancelot's like, all right, all right, that's pretty good. Let's do it again. And then Lancelot just knocks that motherfucker right off his horse. Right. Now they're on the on the ground. They're fighting and everything. Arthur loses his fucking mind now. He's like, I'm going to fucking kill ya. Right. And Lancelot, calm, cool, collects, right. not sweating at all. And he is asking him, why are you willing to give your life for a one-minute time save? Like, right. this bridge is pointless. <laughs> and you guys keep saying you need to cross the bridge. You could go around, and it's a one-minute addition to your time. It's like, we will not be fucking... We will not hear of this. Right. We, this he's, nine, he's like, this is my fucking bridge. I'm the king of fucking England. I'll go where the fuck I want. Because his pride is getting the best of him, Griff. Much yeah. like his father. And he's, their anger is getting the best of him. So they fight. They fall down a hill. They're in some water now. Yeah. Some rapids. Yeah, they're, they're all over the place. Every fight in this movie happens to fall into some water. Yes. We just saw it. We're getting it again. We see it in the future. Always people collapsing in water and having fights in there. Just makes it more dramatic. Now, Lancelot is standing over Arthur with, like, a spear. Yes. And he's holding it, like, like, like across himself. To block. Yeah. And fucking... And uh, Arthur's, like, on the ground, and he's, he's just so fucking angry. He swings. He's like, by the power of Grayskull! And he fucking hits the spear, shatters it into a million pieces, hits Lancelot, knocks him down. Might be dead. Yeah, but it breaks. Excalibur. It breaks. All right. Yeah. And why did it break? Because of his pride and his anger. The Lady of the Lake was disappointed with Luther, mm. Arthur, I should Arthur, say. Arthur, yeah. And he's like, oh, my God. But he, but he, he admit, he's unlike his father, he's enough he'll admit to his mistakes. Right. And he immediately admits, what the fuck am I doing? He, he's out of the fog. Yep. He's in the battle fog. He's in the battle fog. A little cocksmog, maybe. A little bit? Maybe. There's a little tension between these two. Yeah, there is, definitely. And so he's like, Merlin, I ruined the sword. It was my damn pride. And, and, and he's like, then we see, oh, the fucking Lady Lake hand shows up. And he's like, throw the fucking sword in the water, quick. God damn, like a perfect Dan Marino toss. Guy's a lefty. <laughs> perfect spiral into her hand. She goes down in the water again. And then because he admitted he, he's, he's learning, he is, he is the chosen one. Is this like a Catholic thing? He repented his sins, and now they're like, exactly. yeah, you're absolved. Exactly. He oh. said he said a Hail Mary. Yeah. He threw a Hail Mary. He threw a Hail Mary. And then the hand comes up again, purely a perfectly fixed Excalibur. And he's like, quick, get it, get it, get that shit. Because she can't, she's a girl, she can't throw a football. She can't throw a perfect spiral. He's got to go get it. That's right. So he gets it, and he's like, you know, hey, another lesson learned. He's learning. And there's Lancelot. 
Just slow clapping his ass off. He's just like... Golf clapping it. Fuck, that was amazing. What kind of magic man are you? Your hair needs to fill out a little bit more. I got perfect rock star here. You got a little boy hair. But I think you are I think you got it. I think you're going to be my king. He kneels and he just licks the sword for some reason. Yeah. That was a little off-putting. My sword and my mouth are yours. <laughs> Why? Why is the mouth his, too? Why did he lick the sword? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So now we get to the final battle to unite of all. We don't see the battle. We see the aftermath. And everyone's celebrating. The good guys won. Arthur is won. Finally, Griff, England is united under one king, as it was meant to be. And they're partying and shit. And then Merlin's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold up. Quiet, everybody. We're going to remember this day for the rest of our fucking lives. So stake it. Much like a, a, a great fine wine in Italy that Arthur, Arthur, another Arthur, Arthur Bishop would have. Yeah. Savor this. Yeah, that was Mechanic 2. Was the uh, Mechanic was Statham. That was the other movie we did that I hated. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the four weeks ago movie. That was and you guys movie. love it, and I hate you for that. So he's like, savor this time, boys. This your your boys. We're never gonna be together again like this ever again. Savor it, Arthur. What are you gonna do to build on this moment? Well, let me tell y'all. <laughs> I'm gonna get a table, not just any table. Richard Petty will be on it, <laughs> and it'll be round so we can look at each other and tell about our exploits. And it'll be large. Very large. For- so large, we need a gigantic castle to put it in. I'll call it Camelot. <sighs> and then Merlin's like, mm, and just walks off. He, hey, look, everybody has been thinking square tables this whole time. Right. And then this Arth- was the biggest innovation of the Middle Ages, ex- was the round table. Exactly. Everybody was, was so square. And Merlin and It's has, hard to see people. Yeah. Merlin has thought of this concept, too. You hear him in uh, one scene. He's sleeping, and he's like, round table, round table, not square, round. And so Arthur picked up on that, apparently, and he's like, we're going to make the round table. Unfortunately, they bought it at Ikea, and the directions made no sense. So it took a while to put it here. They lost a couple dowels. <laughs> they lost a couple dowels. They had that ridiculous screwdriver thing, the, the Allen wrench. <laughs> the hex slash screwdriver. Yeah. 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 It was rough. But they put it together. Yeah, it's too. They use a little magic. Yeah, <laughs> it's a, glue, a magic little, a little table fog. <laughs> table fog. If only Percival were around at this time, he would have. He would have known exactly. Yeah, they would totally put him to the. Table. Yeah, Percival yeah. is that perfect guy who'd be like, "Oh, I think I can't <laughs> furniture's fun. It's like a puzzle." <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. So now we have a king. We need a queen, Griff. Oh, I thought you were going to say a table. No. We got the table. Oh, yeah, we got the table. I'm sorry. It took, like I said, there was a little table fog. <laughs> the round table, it's blown The dragon's breath can do everything, dude. Right. Yeah. If you notice, as we go around Camelot, it's nothing but round tables. He's yeah. really fucking proud of that table. Right. So we're going to have the wedding of Guinevere and Arthur. So they're going to the wedding. Is, is Cam- has Camelot been built already? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, but they're doing a cool outside wedding. Yeah, you know, yeah, in yeah. nature. Well, yeah, right. Because this is the whole premise of this movie, and, and Merlin points it out. I think in the scene is that the old ways are going away, and Christianity's taking over. Right? Oh, that's the pagan it. gods are going away. That's right. So yeah, they're, they're, so uh, Lancelot's like the honor guard for Guinevere. He's like he's gonna, I guess. What happened? Leo just disappears by this time. Do we ever see Leo again? 
Yeah, I, I guess he was there maybe because Arthur doesn't have a dad. So maybe Leon was there to be like his father figure and okay. be, like warm up his shoulders or something. Uh, I would Tal- think Merlin would be his father. Tal- well, Merlin's. Well, first of all, what happened? What are you talking about? He had his foster dad. Yeah, but his foster dad sucked. He, well, he, no, his brother sucked. Oh yeah, his brother sucked. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe you need two guys to tell him about like some night movies. <laughs> all or something. we know is is that he's escorting Guinevere and, and all of uh, the her bridesmaids. bridesmaids. They're all they, they had a crazy bachelorette party yesterday. Somebody s- sucked Gwen's dick. It was crazy. Yeah. And so they're giggling because we barely brought up Gawain at all, <laughs> which is uh, well, he hasn't he, appeared yet. Oh, he hasn't. No. Oh, okay. I well, believe he was in this, the dancing scene where uh, Arthur. But he was the just edibles. in the background. Yeah, he was just yeah. in the background. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, so so <laughs> he's got all the girls giggling because he's got perfect rock star yeah, hair. It's permed. It's beautiful. He looks like uh, the Who guy, Roger Rob Daltrey. Dal- Roger Daltrey. Yeah, or Robert Daltrey, as you were going to say. <laughs> I said Roger. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um. And he he turns to Gwen because she's behind him, and she's like, he "Does play a mean pinball too? Does play a uh, fucking mean ass pinball?" And she's like, "Which of the women do you want?" Oh, these poor pissant pussies! I want none of them. <laughs> I would take you in a heartbeat. I would put you down on the softest satin. I would remove your articles of clothing in the most delicate way and put it on the hanger just like you like I would it. leap upon the pussy fog and dry, arrive to your bedroom. <laughs> I would make that fire so hard and roaring that the ice cubes melt But I cannot you. because you are the, the betrothed of my best friend, another person who I love, the second most the person I love after you. So I will just be dickless for the rest of my life. And we see the face just wash over Guinevere. She's like, I can't. What am I supposed Arthur's nothing to me. Like <laughs> He's I- only the king of England. He's only the king of England. But she doesn't <laughs> want to marry the title. She wants the man. So she's in Arthur. But Arthur's not showing that. She- he's not reciprocating. He's in love with his fucking lands, his country, his well, title. Well, he's got responsibilities. He does have responsibilities. It's true. And he takes his responsibilities seriously. But because- Uther would be like, I fuck anything that's not nailed down. Oh, I'll hell fuck yeah. On the round tables. Yeah. You know Uther would have fucked every, yep. every round table. He would fuck somebody on it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, Uther would be like, I made this round table. I'm fucking everybody in order. We're starting clockwise, <laughs> and now tomorrow we're going counterclockwise. That's right. a new word I invented. And because it's a round table, you can look into everybody's eyes as you're fucking somebody. <laughs> so, yeah, like you said, he's just like going to be chased. He's like, I can never I, – I love you, but I can never betray my best friend. So I will never fuck ever again. So we get our uh, Arthur and Guinevere getting married. Uh, and, it's a Christian wedding. Right. Yeah. And Merle, Merlin is just like, I'm done here. I'm out. I got to go. Fuck off into the woods. My work is done. Yeah. Like I said, I've, I've, I've united England. I've set up the, the, the king. And we're finally seeing her. Because now they're, they've jumped for a few more years, too, haven't they? Because they're like full adults now. Or is yeah. we've been in this stage for a while. We've been there for a while. Okay, sorry. But now we're seeing her for the first time. We haven't really been seeing her at all. Morgana uh, appears. Played by Helen Mirren. And she needs to talk to Merlin. Right, because she's just like... I've been studying. I, I'm like you. Nobody understands me. She was the original goth. She's like nobody understands right. me. I'm into black magic. True. I want to study under you. And he's like, that's he's like he game recognizes game. He's like I see something in you. Right. 
but our ways are over with. It's right. the Christian time now. Right. He he clears an air into the sky and he says, "Where's the heavenly glory?" And she points up, and she doesn't stare at his finger. And he's like, "Well, shit, you do have game. This is true." And he's like, "What? What other skills do you have?" I'm a precog. Yeah. And he's like, pre- "Did you say precog?" Yeah. I haven't heard that word in an eon. You're a precog too. Teach me about necromancy. I'm just like you. Wait, Merlin's a necromancer? Yes, he I is. didn't realize that. Well, he is half demon. You figure he would be working with death, death and all that shit. Yeah, I guess I didn't expect that. And he's just like pats her on the head. He's like, "Oh, sweet baby girl, uh, maybe." Yeah, apparently he did teach her. A yeah, few he's things. like, I see yeah. something in some you. some parlor tricks. You know how to raise like a dead canary or something right. and make it do a jig and then die again. So now we see Lance. He's he, I gotta say. Lancelot did everything in his power short of chopping off his own dick not to fuck his best friend's girl. So even though you know that's, that's a violation of the bro code to fuck your friend's girl, I, I'm like, I got to give it up to him because he's like, I'm not even going to live in Camelot. I'm so horny for this chick. Yeah. He's, he's the opposite of Uther. He's got his shit in check. Yeah. Like he, he's, he sees the fog and he just goes the other way. Right. He is, he is uh, the most responsible knight. He is Iceman. Right, exactly. And he, unfortunately, <laughs> is on ice. Right. So he is riding off. He's like, I can't be anywhere near her because, right. I woo. don't. Yeah, I don't want to hurt my friend. Exactly. And as he's riding off, he notices that someone's following him. He decides he's going to play a little trick because he's, he's fucking amazing. He's a knight right. of the round table. He's, right. he's goddamn amazing. So he pretends to take a little nap, and then he hears doot, doot. Do, 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 do. And there is uh, a beautiful baby boy, Percival. Well, he's like a teenager. He's gross, pimply. He's <laughs> got that greased up hair. A little too much conditioner for me, dog. <laughs> a little too much. Yeah. Tries to. He's going to try to uh, rob Lancelot at knife point. Is he? I don't know. I don't know what his motivations are. Maybe. I think what he's trying to do, he wants to be a knight. And he's trying. If I can like beat Lancelot, that might have been it. I'll impress him. You're right, because he's not even willing to just like he's put willing to put in the work. He's just right. trying to show him like I've got moves, right. I got skills. Right, because he's probably a peasant or some shit. So you know, most of the knights probably have are like rich people. And right. So Lancelot catches him in the act and tells him, "Be gone, and I won't cut your fucking arms off, idiot." And then he just goes back to sleep. That's how confident Lancelot <laughs> right. is. Wakes up two hours later, and he smells a beautiful rabbit stew. And this gave me a little too... too it reminded me too much of that movie we did a few weeks back. I don't know. Uh, we did it with Phil, I think. Oh, yeah. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, it does have a little bit of Matthew in him. He has a little Matthew. Thank you. Yeah, that maniac, was a, kill, maniac killer. Maniac <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. But he cooks him up a beautiful rabbit. Yeah. And he's like, oh, this kid can't be all bad. I'll let him tag along with you. Yeah. All you have to do to prove yourself to me is uh, follow me back to Camelot. It's 25 miles. You have to run it. No, he doesn't do that. He says, get up, hop up on, on the the horse. And he's like, no, I'm going to earn it. Oh. Yeah. Because Lancelot, Lancelot's like, we're 20 miles away. Yeah. And he's like, I'm going to earn it. Now, that was a Matthew trait. Matthew could run for 25 miles, too. Right. So... This might be Matthew. 
So Lancelot shows up. Everyone's like, Lancelot's coming. Lancelot is coming. The whole fucking uh, castle is a buzz. Oh, yeah. Uh, Percival walks in with them, and Kay immediately is like, kitchen. Kitchen. We hear you cook rabbit. Get to the kitchen. Right, so we get the scene where we, his eyes are like wide open. This is, this is the first city he's probably ever been in. Right, they're using seasoning, right. but that probably would be a Zatarans. big deal. Yeah, Zatarans. and yeah, they actually have pepper and salt. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And he's just like that. That shows you how crazy the world was, isn't that? That's real. That's reality. Like people yeah. enslaved countries for spices, right? And that's how bland European food was. They're like. I'm going to enslave a nation so I can have some paprika. I mean, we've – America has taken over countries for, like, guano, and uh, they also had rubber trees. Like, we've done a lot of crazy shit for weird resources that now it's like, well, we don't need those. But we can't just give you your freedom. You're still going to be, like, a weird third-tier state. So everyone's a buzz. We see that uh, Morgana, she – something's up with her. We – like at this point, we're like, okay, maybe we should we can trust her because uh, Arthur, being a total gentleman, he's like, look, I've not even know, I don't know who you are. All I know is we have the same mother. Feel free to live in my uh, Camelot. You can live as a princess, basically. Right to Morgana, right? Yeah, Morgana. Yeah, yeah. He's like, you're my half sister. So Fuck she's yeah. like fat. She becomes fast friends with Guinevere. They're yep. the giggling. like, oh man, I heard Lancelot's got a fucking big lance. <laughs> and, and Guinevere's like, oh yeah, I want to see that. Real stretch on that one. Yeah. yeah. And so everybody's just loving fucking. He's the most beautiful knight in the kingdom. Of course, they got to love him. Also, we we've lear- I think this is where we learned that Lancelot never shows up for the roundtable meetings because he can't be there because Guinevere's there. Right. So he shows up, like you said. Everyone's a buzz because he's yeah. actually showing up for a meeting. And Guinevere, most of all, she's just like trying to like make you know eyes his way, but she can't do it too obviously. You know that whole thing. Ugh. And she's, like, looking over her goblet of wine as she's doing it. She shouldn't be drinking that wine while she's making googly eyes at him. Because you know what that wine will do. I thought Lancelot took off. I, I, thought, I thought this was the first time they actually, like, see each other at the meeting. I don't remember where we're at. Okay. I think, well, they, there is a meeting, and then he bugs out again. Yeah. I think that's what Because they have a feast later. Yeah. And then this is where we see Morgana. She's hooked up with Gwen. She's working her way up the ladder. So Gwen's kind of dumb, played by Liam Neeson. Right. And she's just whis- he's whispering shit in his ear, like, Guinevere, she's a whore. Yeah. And we we see that there's a... I, who points it out? Does Percival point it out or something? Percival's, yeah, Percival is pouring the wine. And there's, an em- there's like an empty seat with a cup. And they're like, you got to pour in that cup. That's for Lancelot. Yeah, you even know, if, yeah. he can't be here. We always have a cup for Lancelot. Because Lancelot, he's living like in a cave. I mean, he's so... He's the most perfect guy. He's, like, beautiful. At the same time, he's like, I cannot betray my friend. I'm going to live in a fucking cave because I can't be near Guinevere. I, something might happen. I might have a wet dream, and I would be so guilt-ridden having a wet dream about my friend's wife. You think he would, like, try to go explore and find somebody else to replace that Guinevere-sized hole in his heart? No. Maybe something like that. But I, I honestly find his little uh, quote-unquote chivalry here to be disgusting. All right? Just, just fucking get over it, guy. He says one thing to her. He makes one look at her, and he's just like, this is it. My life is over. That's Uther energy right there. Well, he, like I said, the two tragic characters in this movie are Uther and Lancelot. Yeah. Unrequited love is the worst kind. 
And so, yeah, he's living in a cave. <laughs> and so Percival's like, all right, that'll fill this thing. And then Gawain's like, yeah, I bet you'll drink that fucking wine with your whore mouth. And they're like, what? Fucking Arthur jumps up. What did you say about my wife? Keep my wife's name out your goddamn mouth. <laughs> and Guinevere is obviously offended, but he's like, fuck, I'm the king. I can't do shit. Like, I don't... I can't have my boys like. What what is fucking Arthur supposed to do? Because Gwen's like, you're gonna slap that motherfucker, aren't you? And he's just like, I can't. I'm the king. <laughs> and and uh, Gwen's like, yeah. I didn't get this scene. Like, okay, because he demands combat to prove that. Because because so, like, so much is happening. Because Arthur then tries to just like pull the attention away. And Morgana's he's like, giggling in the background because she set up this whole fucking scenario. Right. And we got we got like a distraction about like have we defeated all of evil in the land yet? And oh, that's right. And yeah, then, yeah. Because yeah, he's like, well, he pulls. Yeah, before all this shit happens, Arthur pulls the whole Conan thing. Merlin, what is best in life? And we're waiting for crush your enemies, see them driven before you, hear the. That's what Uther would say. Hear the lamentations yeah. of your the women. Right. And he's like, the truth. And then he busts out a line that Hetfield stole for uh, a song, uh, To Live Is To Die, off the Justice For All album. Yeah. It's like, when a man lies, he murders some part of the world. And everyone's like, ooh, they're rubbing their chins like deep. <laughs> That's they, nobody, deep. They're, like, they're like Griff. They have no idea what the metaphor is. They're no. just like, they're nodding their heads. No. What's it about, like getting a taco or something? Yeah. And then that's when Gawain's like busts out. There is evil in this. We didn't get rid of evil because there's evil right now. It's those hungry eyes of your whore wife. Yeah. The evil is Lancelot. He should be here. Why isn't he here? It's his love for your wife. It's that goddamn pussy fog coming off of her. And then like that's yeah, that's when Arthur gets offended, obviously. Right. And he, and he tells him, Take my get my wife's pussy fog out of your mouth. Right. And then Guinevere's just like, Well, why don't you drink from Lance's cup then? I, is Arthur supposed to drink from his cup, or is I think Gawain, nobody's supposed to drink. From I don't him. understand it's who's supposed to drink him. from Lancelot's cup, and what's the whole metaphor here? Is it because it's evil? Is it poisoned? She's telling um, like I think is telling Gawain like Lancelot's the best of all of us. Show your respect. Drink from his cup. He's not evil. Yeah, and he's like, fuck that. I I demand a trial by combat. So, okay, I don't understand. What does Gawain want? To kill Guinevere or Lancelot if he wins? Like, what? It's not to kill them. It's to prove their guilt. All he's trying to say is, you're hungry for Lancelot's Lance. A lot. She wants his Lance a lot. Exactly. And, of course, Arthur's like, no, Lancelot's not that way. He's my best friend. Yeah, he'd never betray me. Exactly. We're back-to-back buds. And so they they set up, but they're going to have a trial by combat the next day. Of course. We go to the bedroom where Arthur and Guinevere are arguing over this because he's king. Right. He wears plenty of crowns. He's king. He's husband. He's not a father. But, you know, he's father to all of the land. She's like, I can't can't be in the the fight for you. And Guinevere, she's like, you need to fight for my love. You need to get in there. He's solely my good name. What would Will Smith do? He'd walk across that stage and slap him right across the fucking face. So this is the quandary we have where everybody everybody listening to this episode should be on Arthur Sykes. Remember, we were all aghast when Will Smith, Will Smith. bitch slapped Chris Rock. Yeah. 
and I bet everybody watching this movie is like, well, of course he's going to stand up for his lady. Yeah. What kind of a bitch is he? Which is it, people? Which is it? And don't pull that whole, that was the dark ages, this is the enlightened ages. Right. <laughs> so the next day, they're setting up the duel, but let, well, let, that night, Lancelot, he's, he's having a wet nightmare. He's thinking about Guinevere. This is another, uh, I don't know if this is in the legend of uh, the... Of King Arthur, but this happens in fucking Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, he's in the cave. He sees an, an evil knight. He fights it, and it's him. It's him, the crack, the Darth Vader's skull right. cracks, and it says. And face. he comes to, and it, like I'll, I'll, I guess he was sleepwalking, sleep fighting, because he accidentally fell on his own sword, so it's going through his hip. Yeah, that was gross. It should, yeah, but it didn't hit any major organs, That's and okay. it went all the way through, so all it's not going to be any. There's no trouble. So we go to the next AM. We got everybody lined up. We're ready for a big battle. Turkey legs everywhere. Uh, our combatants are, well, we're waiting for one combatant. But right. Gawain, he's just gnawing down on a fucking turkey leg. He's going to town. He's like, I'm ready to beat some ass. And this is my third leg. And he's like, I guess I'm right. I guess Lancelot's a bitch because he didn't show up. Yeah. But thankfully, Percival's there. So he's like, right. I'll take him on. Always trying to prove himself. He's always trying to work his way up the ladder. Right. He's still cleaning pots and pans. Right. In fact, his armor is made of pots and pans. Right. Well, they're like, you're a fucking, you clean out the outhouse. Like, who the fuck are you? Well, you can't, a knight has to fight in a duel. And Arthur's like, he's like, light bulb goes off. I got a way out of this quandary. Yep. You're a knight now. Dun, dun. I declare you a knight. Go fight for my wife's honor. I like this because you've been throwing around that word quandary. Yeah. Arthur invented it in this uh, yeah. in this fantasy of his. He's just yeah. like quandary. It's a word yeah. now. Round table. Get with it. He's he's like the original yeah. Shakespeare is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, he's, he's better than Shakespeare. And there's going to be some spears being shaken in this duel <laughs> because he leaps off the balcony, lands on horse. He's got that down. He doesn't have any armor, though. That's right. He doesn't earn that yet. And he's, but he's still ready to fight for the honor of the queen. Right. And just just as the hanky's about to drop, because it's like a drag race. They drop a hanky. Yeah, of course. And that's how, the, you know, that's how you begin your combat. Lancelot arrives. Every, you hear someone shout, Lancelot's coming! There he is in that beautiful shining armor. But it's not so beautiful because there's blood because he still has that wound. Because we know he would take Gwen out no problem. Right. I, he was yeah. 100%. Right. So they they do the job. It, it gave me shades of uh, Ricky Morton showing up to help out Bobby in that tag match that we watched just a couple weeks ago. But he just was too hurt. They thought he was ho- carted out to the hospital and he came back to defend Bobby. But he just didn't have enough. And he got uh. double teamed. <laughs> One person gets what he's saying and it's me. <laughs> So, yeah, that metaphor is kind of bad, Griff, because nobody knows what we're talking about. Sure. <laughs> but they, I don't know, they fight, they're struggling. Lance gets a blow to his, like, he's already been wounded, he's slower, so he gets hit in the leg, and now his leg's all fucked up, so he's like, you know, he's really slow. But it doesn't matter, because he's Lance a lot. Right. So he falls down, and the guy falls on his sword and wins. That's not how we won, but I don't remember how yeah, we won. No, but, yeah, you know, he demands that uh, Gawain, like, you know, give up. And he eventually bitches out and gives up. Right. And he's still so offended by what he accused. Because he's been going fucking all beyond shit not to fuck Guinevere. So he's like, you assume, you're just assuming I'm fucking Guinevere? Yeah. So he's pissed. So he, almost, he almost tries to kill him after he even gives up. But he collapses because from blood loss and right. everything. 
So now we got, uh, he's laid up. Merlin's looking over him. He's like, Merlin, you got to save him. Can, what can you do? I'll ask anything of you. Yeah, we got Guinevere there, too. Also, this goes through shades to when they were kids, when she was treating Arthur's wounds. She's treating right. uh, Lancelot's you, you wounds now. You know a woman likes you when she sews up your wounds. That's right. And he's like, I'll do anything regardless of the cost. And he's like, ah, anal narthrax. Eh, he's all right. Don't worry about it. Blows a little fucking uh, wound fog on him. Yeah, a little wound fog. I'm out of here. And then as they're walking away, he's like, Merlin, will I ever have a son? Comes out of nowhere. I don't know why he said that. And he's like, yeah, you will. But beware of enemies in your midst. Very ominous. Very ominous. I, yeah, I don't understand what's so ominous about this. but Because it's foreshadowing what's going to happen later on in the movie. Mm, that's right. Anyways, yeah. Lance, he's going to show up for the feast. This is the big moment. Finally got him there for, for, for some dinner. Right. And this is where we dab the line that I fucked up that he, he tells now. I said he did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 15 minutes ago. But no, this is where he goes, when a man lies, he murders some part of the world. Uh... <laughs> Lancelot's like, all right, I'm good. He takes one bite out of a turkey like, I get to go back to my cave. Yep. Um, my, my, my fucking armor's feeling a little tight, if you know what I'm talking about. Lancelot gets metaphors. Not everybody else in the room got what, what uh, Merlin was just saying there. So he's like, I'm going to get out of here before they register what just happened. All right. Because he was looking at Lancelot when he said right. it. So Lancelot takes off. Guinevere follows him to the woods. And they have a nice non-rape, consensual sex. Yeah. And it's beautiful. It is beautiful. Uh, but still, on the Swedes and scale, I'd give it a six. It was, I think, the, the beauty of the nature around it, them. It was almost too beautiful. It was almost too beautiful. It was distracting me from the fucking. Right. So I actually. Had and I don't to... think there was any music playing at all, let alone fuckable music. No, and I, I, it would have been nice if there was a bubbling brook or something. That would have been kind of good. Brook, yeah. A bubbling or babbling. Yeah, babbling brook. Either way, I like both. Yeah. I like a bubble. Well, they do and bubble like... to make the babble. Exactly. <laughs> you can't have a babble without a bubble. Uh... <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, they're just they're 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 uh, romantically banging. Right, and so now apparently because. This is where we get uh, another time jump. We don't know how long has passed because Arthur is just on top of his kingdom talking with Merlin. He's like, are they out there still? I don't know if this is like an hour later, two hours, five days, five weeks. Because Arthur's just like, are they, are they out there again? Yep. They're out there in the fog. Fucking it. <laughs> and he's like... He's cucked, man. He's like, I'm the king. A king can't be cucked. You can't cuck King Cuck. Right. They call me King Cuck. I don't like that. I don't want that. So he goes out to take care of some business. Yeah. He's like, can't you do anything? Can't you make her love me again? No. You got to do this one on your own, pal. Right. got to earn it. I'm out of here. Right. I'm, I, I'm serious this time. The yeah. bindle's packed. I'm out. And, and so, as he's walking, he's got, I'll tell, I'll, I'll tell Morgana, I'm bye, you know. I don't want to give her an Irish goodbye. So he walks in on her. Everybody, nobody has rooms. They're just partitioned like like fabric. Right, right. It's just, I guess it's the, the layout's just one big open room and everyone <laughs> has their partitions. Right. Because she's got, she's got like her 
it's basically like uh, uh, carrot tops like set up. She's got rubber snakes and all this shit. Yeah, it was really silly. But yeah. she's supposed to be this weird necromancer witch type lady. So of course she's got a bubbling, a bubbling or babbling cauldron. This is a bubbling cauldron. It was <laughs> babbling brook. Bubbling cauldron. Okay. So this cauldron is bubbling. It's bubbling. She's, she's got all kinds of tinctures and potions happening here. And, of course, Merlin sees it and he's like, ah, you're still playing in the cauldron like a child. And, uh, well, Morgana, she's more sinister than that. Like, Please tell me your secret. Maybe. He's like, follow me. He apparently has the same, like, dungeon that Maniac Killer had because yeah. there's, like, a door that opens. Then they're in the fucking Bat Cave for some reason. I was going to say, and then they turn up to that Superman cave or the Batman <laughs> cave. Like, yeah, stalagmites, stalactites everywhere. Everywhere. It's dripping wet. It and is, also... It is very... You're right. It is very much Superman because they have crystals. If they're actually seeing shit. Yep. They're watching... Uh, they're watching the the the... Six sex scene and the ten sex scene. Because yep. she's watching the past and the present. She's seeing her mother being raped while watching Guinevere fuck Lancelot, and she's just like, "You, you He's like, "I'm gonna leave this to you because I'm out of here. I don't. I don't need this room. Right. You got to create your own path. And she's just demanding him. I need all the wisdom. I need every inch of your brain in my brain. I don't care if it scolds me. Teach me about the charm of making, which is the fog. That's yeah. what she wants to know. And he's like, all right, Anal Nathrak, Darara Boomdier. And then she flips it on fucking Merlin. Mm-hmm. It's a very weird spell. I don't get it. Because it does everything. It does everything. It can, it can make you into somebody else. It can fucking make somebody be able to walk on fucking air. And it can imprison Merlin. And that's what it does. Yeah. And. Now he's encased in one of his crystal ice things. Yeah. And he can't apparently speak. Like, we're left to assume he can't speak or do a spell or do anything. And he just, like, she tells. Before that happens, they they see Arthur come up on them fucking. And they think he's going to kill them because he pulls out Excalibur. And then, but he can't bring himself to do it. So he just puts it in between them. Right. So. Morgana reveals her mission now, and she's going to go out. She tells him. She does not- the fucking heel turn right yeah. here. You're not a god. I'm going to create a god. I'm going to find one, fuck him, and make the realest god of all gods. Morgana out. Then they cut back to the scene. Lancelot wakes up. Realize he's out of the pussy fog, Griff. He's finally seeing clearly. I can see clearly now the pussy fog's gone. And he's like, oh, my God. I just fucked my best friend's girl. He's, he's going all over. He's doing the cars. He's doing everything. So he's in danger of a uh, infringement. <laughs> so he, he freaks out and just takes off buck, na- buck ass naked. Right. And Guinevere's just left there to be like, what the fuck? <laughs> So she takes Excalibur, and she's like, what do I fucking do now? And then we have Arthur waking up. Yeah, he he's so distraught, he just goes to bed. He's just like, yeah, they know what they know. I'm upset. Right. So he goes to bed in his room with the curtains. Yep. And he sees Guinevere on top of him. And he's like, you came back to me. But did she? Because yeah. it's Morgana. Oh, boy. She's fucking, uh... Oh, brother, uh, I should say. Oh, oh brother, all right. <laughs> <laughs> no brother. Yeah. 
And does she, she? I think she reveals herself, doesn't she? At yeah. Because at first he's like Guinevere. Oh, I'm so sorry. And then Morgana reveals herself. He's like, Oh, are you sorry, brother? How do you like your sister? How do you like it? <laughs> that you're gonna pay for that money shot. <sighs> so I like I said, I love it. Nine months later. She's in her, like, evil lair now. <laughs> yeah, she's got her own evil And wing. her minions around her, yeah. like these fucking, fucking Sith lords and shit. Right. And she's, like, on a, on a table. She's naked. She's pregnant. And she gives birth to the evil Mordred. Mm. And while that's going on, uh, I guess nine months later, Arthur's like, man, maybe I shouldn't have fucked my sister. So he goes to church to confess his sins. Yeah. And a lightning bolt like shoots out. I mean, that's even even God can't accept incest, right? So he gets hit by lightning. And this is where like Arthur, you know, he's been so strong and everything. Then he fucked his sister, and now he's weak, right? Because even, and not only he not only is he he's weak, the land weakens with him because there's a symbiosis between the king and the land, right? So as he dies, so too does England. The the fee, the crops are dying. And then he's just like, he gets his round table boys together. He's like, we got to find the grail. It's the only thing that can save me is the grail. So the knights, they got a mission. How does he know about the grail? Like, is there anything to explain this? Because I was like, wait, we just jumped to find the grail now. Yeah. Do Do you know the story of the grail? No, I have no idea. It's how it relates to Jesus? Oh, like Indiana Jones. Exactly like it is. No. All right. Jesus was on the cross, right? And we all know Jesus had great abs. His core strength was phenomenal. Through the roof. So he wasn't dying. He was like up there for like, like a day. Yeah. So a Roman soldier came and stabbed him in the side with a spear. That's yes. why he has the cut. And then I, I believe it was uh, Mary. It could have been Mary Magdalene. Gets the, they get the cup and collects his blood in it. Oh. So now if you ever drink from it, you can become immortal like the Last Crusade. And so that grail is the Right, so he needs that to rejuvenate himself because he's dying. Okay, this makes sense now. So now is he dying? England is dying. We see our knights out on there with the fields are fucking dried up and shit. Right. Uh, I guess we're joining Percival. I thought I thought we found Percival dead, but we're following Percival. Percival is still on his mission. This is ten years later. They're just ten years, right? Okay, and he's he's just wandering the countryside. He because that's the thing. Find the Grail. What does that fucking mean? Right. Exactly. First of all, it should be in Jerusalem. It shouldn't even be in England. There you go. But there, but he's 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 Percival the Pure. He's the most loyal of all knights. Right. So he's he never gave up, and that's why he, he he's he's the most loyal knight because he never gave up. Right. So he stumbles on a forest. He sees a horse with was they say it was Gwen, but did that look like Liam Neeson to you? Uh, they had a, him fully masked. Well, no, he was totally. They just had like a beard hanging out yeah. of a, a mask, so I don't know did who he it was. A mask. He was naked. He was like he was had a loincloth oh. on a on a horse. I did not notice them. And then he goes into this forest. This was I. This is a really cool fucking scene. I like it because yeah. it's like it looks like a cover of a black metal album. It does. We see tee and we see it's fucking Mordred now, like like a ten year old boy with right. his little cupid armor. <laughs> his cupid, but armor. he's a badass because he killed all these fucking knights. There's knights hanging from trees. Yeah, and we see crows poking out the eyes yeah. and shit. It looked Very pretty, gnarly. Looked really fucking cool. 
And Percival is led by him into Morgana's new lair because right. she's got this real creepy outfit now. Right. She's got to be near all the creep for her super necromancy skills. Now, the, I this whole the whole rail thing confuses me. I don't get it. I'm so confused by this because I think she has the grail is there. I think it's an illusion, right? Right. This is very much like Highlander three. She killed Nankato. Was there nacho cheese in there? <laughs> yes, it was nacho cheese, and okay. he needed to dip his fingers, and he went into a dream. Um, he has a vision. Yeah. Because yeah. she offers him, like, he comes in, and he learns a lot about what Morgana's got going on. We learned that some of the knights turned on Arthur and are working for her now. Yep. And some of the true ones are hanging from the trees. You know, they couldn't be turned. Right. And she's like, "Don't worry, though. We're gonna comfort you here, and you can you can be you sleep now. You don't have to follow Arthur anymore." And she, right, you follow me, and he refuses. So they're like, "Take him to the tree." I don't know. He must have we're talking about Jesus's core strength. His neck strength must be off the charts because he's wearing plate armor, hanging by his neck, and not dying. Yeah, it was impressive. And we see, and he's a swinging, and he's having this vision where he's in this. I think it's supposed to be Camelot. Oh, he got hung? Yeah. Oh, I did not realize. He's hanging. I did not realize that. And we see, uh, like, he's like like a, a drawbridge goes down. And like, who is your master? Or something. I don't remember what the voice said. It's like this godlike voice. And there's like a bad special effect of like the Holy Grail like hovering in the... Yeah. Know. And he's... Uh, I, so, I don't... I, like I said, the whole Grail thing confuses me. I don't know if he learns the location from this vision. I don't know. I thought he found the Grail. She offers him a drink from a Grail. I don't think that was a real Grail, though. But I, think, I don't think it, I think it was an illusion. Yeah. I think she was trying to poison him to yeah. figure out his metal or whatever. But, well, I think she wasn't trying to poison him. I think she was trying to turn him because he was the most loyal. So that would play in her sick plan of plans. Right. Because, like, there, I don't know. It was so, so weird. So he's hanging, and luckily, luck would have it, there's a knight hanging above him, and he has spurs on his boots, so the spurs oh, hack at the fucking noose, and he falls down and collapses. Okay. So several more, more years pass. We see Morgana rubbing peck jelly all into the chest of Mordred. Isn't that how, was that how we went into the time jump? Was yeah. him, her rubbing her baby boy's chest with all right. that peck jelly? And then we jump forward. He's now taller than her. She's keeping, ba- yeah, she's keeping up the routine. Every night she rubs peck jelly on him. And we see him aging as we do through this. Right. And she says, no weapon forged by man can kill you now, Mordred, because of the peck jelly. Because of the peck jelly. So we're now we cut. So now he's ready to. He's a man now. He's ready to reclaim his throne, Camelot, right. from Arthur. Morgana tells him, "Go, go to your dad. Tell him it's yours." And he shows up, and they they fucking wheel out uh, uh, Arthur in a, like a medieval wheelchair. Yep. And he's like, "I'm here for my shit, Dad. All I can offer you is my love. You yep. cannot have the kingdom. Show me your face." Makes him take the mask off. He's got half his paint, face painted. Rub the face paint off, son. I need to see your face. Looks in the eyes of his little demon child, and he's just like, I only have love. No land. Just right. love. Because he's like, Arthur is basically Jesus. He's the perfect fucking king. Yeah. N- you know? And then he's like, huh, all right. Well, I'm going to come back here with an army. I'm going to take this fucking castle. Didn't 
aren't we following the trilogy into the whatever trilogy we're on for Star Wars too? Because didn't Luke have a son that ended up being a bastard kid? No, and fight? No. Didn't not, not in the movies. Maybe in the books or something. I thought Luke's son killed him. No, that was Han Solo's son. Oh, the... Han Solo and Princess Leia's son. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. I got that wrong. But, so he takes off to get, to get his army, and he's going to take it by force. He offered, you know, just give it up, Dad. And he's like, I can't do that. So he goes, he meets, he meets up with an, uh, one of Arthur's, like, knights, groups. He kills and, them. Yeah, they're just in... Urine is here. This is the last time we saw Urine was... Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Okay. So Urine's here. They have a little battle in the woods. Just Percival so, just happens to stumble along. Yep, and he's watching. Well, again, he's got Matthew powers, so he's just <laughs> always stumbling around where action's happening. So he, he hides behind a tree because he's fucked up. He can't fight. He can't fight. It's true. Oh, man. And then he goes up to Urine. After yeah. he sees the coast is clear, Urine's, of course, dying in water as everybody right. dies. Right. And he's like, Urine, you're not going to believe this. I had a vision. I saw the grail, but I, I was unworthy. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't get it. And then as, that, as he says that, we hear, oh, Jesus Christ. And we see the peasants with this crazy fucking dude. Rocks our hair, though. Rocks our hair. And he recognizes that rock star hair. Yeah. It's Lancelot. He's got a beard now. Yeah. It's looking like the boogie woogie man. <laughs> he was. <he's, laughs> and and so that's the thing. Like Lancelot, Lancelot, I'm even, I'm like, dude, I'll cut you some slack, dude. He fucked his friend's wife once and he's just totally wrecked for the rest of his life. We don't know how many times. I told oh. you, there was a time warp there that happened, I think. I don't think it was that night. I think they fucked a few times. Okay. I well, think they fucked a, for weeks. Well, then he should be ashamed of himself. And he is. He turned his life over to the Lord. Now he's just some crazy traveling Wilbury. And he's just like, repent, repent. The person was like, holy shit, I recognize that rock star hair. Lancelot? Yeah. He thinks it's going to be a warm embrace. But no, Lancelot's like, fuck you. You turned your back on God. You still think Arthur's God. No. God is God. And so all these crazy followers and everything they'll mob him right and of course he has to escape in a little ravine a little, <laughs> a little river yeah a little river yeah and he's drowning so he takes his armor off and he has another vision right yeah i mean he comes out of the water and next thing you know he's like in a cave system and he like hallucinates into a dream or something right he's, he's back at the at camelot we, we need the scooby-doo we see the drawbridge, and now he knows the he knows the answers to the riddle. He learns that the king and the land are one. Yes. And somehow that's the that he's like you have done you have chosen wisely, and he gets the holy grail. Right. Uh, yeah, this is confusing. So now we're back in reality. He's inside Arthur's like king's chambers, yeah. and he's you know let it, helping him sip on from Jesus's blood. Right. Well, uh, some wine. I don't know if it's Jesus' blood per se. It's the symbol. It's the metaphor for Jesus' okay. blood. And all of a sudden, it's like Popeye in a spinach, man. He flexes his muscle. There's a cannon on his muscle. It goes off. He's like, "We're ready to kick some ash." <laughs> I love how Percival just. And that must have been horrible having to film that scene because he just kneels and he has to sit like kneel for the entire scene. Yeah, I know. I saw that. I was like, why is he just kneeling there? Is he like I, I was like, is he upset that now we gave his king uh, the the will to fight again? Because 
Arthur's like, I gotta go fuck some people up. But that's right. what the Knights of the Round Table were supposed to do. Right. And it's like, now the king's out there naked, yeah. you know, fighting for himself. Yeah, he's like, Cave, get me my sword and Kay's my horse. He's still alive? Yeah, Cave's still for alive. For fuck's sakes. He didn't leave. He wasn't, <laughs> he stayed home. We gotta take care of his brother. That guy. He's like your brother. He wouldn't go out on a mission. He would be like, <laughs> I gotta be here for you, bro. So this, in the next scene, classic scene. I fucking love this scene. We get, we, this is what, they should have saved the O Fortuna for this scene. Because they use it sparingly in the beginning of the movie. Because it kind of kills the, because this is a great fucking scene. I love this scene because, I mean, I get fucking chills when I, like, see it. Because he they got that pounding fucking kick-ass music. Yeah. They get on the horse. And then all of England starts coming back to life again because the king is back. Yeah. So they're dry, they're going through like an like an apple orchard and there's blossoms and you're everything. skipping over Guinevere's scene? I no, they 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 they're leaving the castle right now. Oh, I thought he talked to Guinevere before. No, because he, he has out. to go to Guinevere first. Oh, she's somewhere else? Yeah. Oh, she's man. in a nunnery is where she's at. Oh wow. I thought yeah. I, I I can't Both of them were so ashamed of themselves they turned their life over to God. This is what you do. When you when you sin Lancelot you and find God all of a sudden. Oh, okay. So he's charging Lance coming back, and he's like, I'm going to get my boner back, too. I think. Maybe. Respect boner. He's going to get his respect boner back. Right. So, okay. So he travels the land, gets to the nunnery. Right. And he's like, he sees her, and he's just like, look. I mean, he's just like Jesus. He's like, I get it. He looks He looks in her eyes and goes, mouth, cock, fog. Like, he knows that women have their own version of pussy fog. Yep. So he's like, you know what? I still love you. I, you know... You fucked him once, twice, three times a lady. I don't, know, I don't know, but all is forgiven. I wish, I want you to come back and be my wife. All is forgiven. And she's like, nah, I'm okay. But I have something for you. <laughs> I kept Excalibur. And she pulls it under her bed. She's got it wrapped up in a little blankie. Yeah. And he's like, you know, you're great. I, baby, you're the greatest. And I got some. I got. A, I got my son to kill right now. So. <laughs> See you later. Arthur heads out. I think it was like that weird stone structure from earlier when the they stone were Stonehenge thing. Co- yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because he has to have. He he has to call on Merlin one last time. He's like, Merlin's Merlin's always saying he's going to leave, and he never does. Yep. So he's like, Merlin, speak to me one last time. And that awakens Merlin in his like in his his uh crystal fucking yeah. cell, whatever the fuck it is. And he sends, like, he can't, he's still trapped, but he can send, like, an astral projection of himself. Right. Merlin, are you a dream? A dream to some. A nightmare for others! And then he just disappears, and, like, that's it. He doesn't give any words of wisdom to, to, to Arthur at all. Yeah, so we're like, wait, is this just, like, the encouragement Arthur needs? Or yes, like- he was doubting himself a little, and right. he needed him. But it turns out that he was doing a little bit more than that, Merlin. Right? Yeah, he, he you know, he's like, I'm gonna help my bro out one last time. Is he? I mean, he's kind of doing both. Which do you think he liked better, getting revenge on Morgana or helping Arthur? Revenge. He yeah. is half demon. After he all. is half demon. So, and what does he? All he knows how to do is weave a mist. So he goes to Mordred's uh, camp that's outside of Camelot. Because they're way outnumbered. So many people turned on it. They didn't believe in them. Um... Right, the golden child's there. Right. Golden hair, golden armor, butt cheeks had a, on that he had a gigantic Adam's apple. Huge. <laughs> that must be bitch to shave. It must have been horrible. And so, played by John Borman's son. Of course. And so, 
Yeah, so Merlin in his astral form. God, he had a film, his son being rubbed up and down with lotion by some stranger. T- well, well I'd let Helen Mirren rub pack jelly on me. That's true. And she looked great in this scene. I love, she had this crazy, like, warrior yes. woman outfit. Yeah. It was hot. Metal, slid yeah. up the middle, just kind of combed over the boobs. Yeah. And Merlin's like, <laughs> of course you had to use spells to keep yourself young and beautiful. You're such... you're." such a mark for yourself yeah and she's like sleeping he's did he like put a spell on her to make her sleep uh no it's just like he knows the secret door to her brain so he's like telling her everything she needs to hear so she does wake up but then uh because she reaches out to him and realizes he's not there in the physical form he puts her in a cocksmog yeah, and she starts spewing cocksmog. Right, and it was it was. That's so. what. That's when because he he admit he like tells her like you finally tapped out of all that magic. You used it on frivolous things like keeping yourself young, and so he he realizes he can get into the back door and he start he because right, he can't do it, so he has to trick her. Yeah, so he right. lays her back down and like starts speaking that. Uh, yeah, and so and she starts doing it, and she, the fog starts coming out, right. and it's not a small amount of fog. Oh. This is pen, penitentiary three basement fog. <laughs> yes, like miles of the battlefield are fog now, and someone goes right. to uh, Mordred and is like, uh, "Your mom fucking <laughs> pussy fog isn't going <laughs> off the rails," right. and he's just like, "Did somebody really bring up my mom's pussy fog <laughs> in front of me? Really, me? really? I know she's hot." I get it. Yeah. Let me go check on her. So he goes in there, and then we get horrible special effects. of I don't know why you couldn't just use real fog, like dry ice or something. But it's just this horrible like, animated fog. And she used up all her magic using that last spell. So now she's an old hag. Got like three teeth in her mouth. And, and I like this scene. This is a good scene. Yeah, she's like, who the fuck are you? It's, it's me, Mordred, your mother. And he freaks the fuck out. He's like, you're not putting back jelly on me. Yeah. Kills he goes her. full Brock Samson on her. <laughs> Bashes her face in five times. Like, teeth are falling out. She's she only had three to begin with. Only three to begin with. She's bleeding all over the place. Then he strangles her while staring into her dead little eyes. Oh, intense. So now all, apparently, because Arthur's got like ten guys. He's got an army, but the fog will even it out. Yeah, that's right. The fog of war. All right. So they, they here's the fucking uh, fight scene we get. They're just, <laughs> they're just fighting. As if we could just, like, gesture our hand out there and people yeah. would understand it. <laughs> they're just fighting. It's just fighting in the fog. There's no idea. And then we get, like I said, I don't know. I, I get very confused when we do this. I forget what Griff and I talk about before we record and as we record. Yeah. So I, if I'm repeating myself, forgive me, but... Once again, the jar. I had a problem I had with this movie was the the jarring musical score. Not that the music was bad, but it was literally like they would like in this fight scene. They play the Fortuna again, yeah. for like thirty seconds, and then they stop, and you just hear clang, 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 and then they start it back up again. So weird. They don't let the shit flow. I mean, a lot right. of and a lot of the music I found to be very melodramatic, but this is an epic story, so I get it. You you know you want you want it to be a melodramatic, right. but yeah. So it was jarring and so they're fighting and then fucking who shows up lancelot and And they're like they end up getting split up by the fog though and well because they're losing until lancelot shows right he does the save 
Yeah, and Lancelot, he waited for his music, of course, right. Fortuna. Yeah. That's why it started back up again. <laughs> yes, exactly. I, I apologize to John Borman. You're doing exactly the right thing. Yes. He needs his so entrance music. Lancelot came out. He danced a little bit. <laughs> and then he starts killing everybody, but he's killing people in a path that leads him away from Arthur. And he's screaming, Arthur! And Arthur's screaming, Lancelot! And so to throw this back to Top Gun last week, I think what they didn't realize is that they liked each other more than I think. I think they were missing the forest for the trees here, Murray. I'm going to disagree. I disagree. think this is like these guys are bros. Okay, and they find, and I thought this was a touching scene because it was like he's just like he eventually gets taken down, Lancelot, and Arthur's above him. He's lost, like Lancelot's like, dude, pussy fog, and then Arthur nods like. Pussy yeah. fuck, and they fucking they yeah. fist bump. He's like, "Did you guys get married again?" Of course we did, bro. And he's just like, he smiles. He's like, "I'm so sorry." Like, I, I want to die a knight. He's like, "Of course I'm gonna do that." Yeah. And he gives him the little knight thing. That was touching. I liked that. Like, it Lancelot finally redeemed himself because yeah. he was so guilt racked about what he did. This is why I think he only fucked her once because that's how guilt racked he was. Like, just one time. So now the fog has just suddenly cleared, and there's Mordred just waiting there. Father, it's time. It's Vader time. Much call back to Star Wars. There you go. So this was like the weirdest fucking fight. This is, uh, it's like the, it's almost like the Rocky Rope-A-Dope thing where Arthur's like, I'm going to throw myself on your spear. They don't even fight at all. Yeah, he I liked it. Throws himself on his spear. It was a great image with the fucking blood red sun in the yep. back. It looked cool. It was cool. And he pulls himself on the spear. Murder just let go, but he's just like, I guess he's so fucking, what the fuck? Like, I my know. dad's I, so crazy. I think it worked out. Arthur's plan was insane, but we saw that in his initial fight with Lancelot. Yeah. He's willing to die to save the land. And he's right. like, I, my fucking son's a bastard child. Like, this right. kid's fucked. Right. It's, Inbred, he's, he's gonna grow up to be some weird fuck, evil blonde person. I can't, you know? I can't let his seed, uh, you know, continue on. Right. So yeah, he takes a spear and just grabs it and pulls the kid forward and just fucking stabs with Excalibur right through the fucking right through that giant Adam's apple. That was good. I really liked it. Yeah. Instead of some boring clanging sword fight, that was powerful. I liked right. it a lot. And then he's he's dying now because he's got a fucking spear through him. So Percival shows up. And he's like, Percival, go find the lake, throw Excalibur in it. And he's like, I, I can't do that. This is this is the, the the sword of England. Obey me. And then he runs off. This they cut this. They didn't need to do this scene because he runs to the lake and then decides not to no. throw it. Comes back. Did you do it? No, I can't. Obey me. And then he goes back. He could have just had them argue, and then he goes, all right, I will do it. He didn't need to go to the lake and then come back. Right. They could have cut five minutes off this fucking movie. Could so have. he goes to the lake, throws it in. The lady of the lake grabs it, and then he comes back to tell Arthur he did it, and he sees that he's on a boat. He's going to be taken to the Isle of Avalon, which is where he's either going to be buried or heal again. And oh, okay. And, like, you know, like the lady, I don't know if the lady of the lake was on the boat or not or what, but there's some women there. Oh, Maybe okay. Guinevere was on there. I don't remember. I don't know. But there you have it. An epic tale, an epic episode. I alluded that I'm taking the next two months off, not from the show, but from my duties, because full disclosure. Full disclosure. 
about I don't know ninety ninety five percent of the time I pick the movies that we do because you know I just I'm older I've seen a lot of these movies so you ha- you have also that cable channel where you can just flip them on too right I don't know you you you've been taking that home and you've done a great job at it right but now it's time for me to hand the hand it over in a little thing we're going to be doing in July called. Well, we're going to call this Griffmas in July because, you know, the greatest gifts of all time are the ones that come from good old Griff. Not not Goblin Murray over here. Good oh. old Griff's got your back for the next month. Four episodes on the way. Two tippy taps on the way. Wow, two tippy taps. Well, yeah, after you made me fucking watch three and a half hours of King Arthur, I got to get my revengeance. I'm kidding. This is a good movie. It is a good movie. I liked it. But, Murray, we're going to start out. The greatest gift you, you you can receive is the joy of giving. So this first movie, not even for me. It's for you. Mm, I'm I went out of my way. I watched like nine different movies. I was going through all the Mad Max clones. I was trying to find something so perfect for you. I hope we haven't already done this one. That would be embarrassing. That would be incredibly embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. But we didn't end up with a Mad Max ripoff. Okay. But what I do have for you... Not one, but two of Ron Howard's brothers. <laughs> Clint and who's his other brother? Rance. I didn't know you had a brother named Rance. I know. I was so shocked. <laughs> what is this? I'm intrigued. A new hero to our show, Corey Eubanks. I've never heard of this guy. Yeah. Okay. I mean, this is coming out of 1994, which we've always yeah. said the 90s is when we started that horrible glamorized bullshit. Right. I'll tell you, this movie, one hour, 28 <laughs> minutes. I like that. I know you do. So introducing Corey Eubanks, I'm bringing back our old Swayze friend, Don Swayze. <laughs> the, 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 the Swayze with talent, yeah. Yes, exactly. And how I ended up going down this road, a veteran-loving Michael Ironside. Wow, what is this mysterious movie? It is called Forced to Kill. I've never heard of this. I opened an audience for this. I thought it was going one direction, and it swerved me, and it went to an even better place, and then it swerved me again. You're going to like this one. Well, adding Michael Ironside to the mix, how can it be bad? Exactly. All right, so yeah, look forward to the next four weeks. It's all Griff, all the time. Two tippy taps. Oh, is one of them? Is it, is it going to be a copying a feel or just tippy taps? Uh, well, you already know what the one is. I told yeah, you, you we're told doing it. That. And the other one, I've been trying. I, I think I've shown you some shit on it. So I'm gonna oh, okay yeah. surprise me. Yeah. All right, so be on the lookout for that. Also, be on the lookout. You should already have watched our. A second installment of our Cop in a Field series with uh, Joe Corey. He's talking about his favorite P.I., Frank Cannon. Yeah. Perfect for our show. Perfect. And we'll see you next week for Christmas in July, and keep it warm.